welcome to episode 73 of Too Old for This Podcast, your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things. And tonight, the OTOG Roundtable is assembled to discuss with you that WandaVision finale, Netflix's Figgy documentary, I Got a Story to Tell, Coming to America, the sequel, and a whole lot of other ish. We're going to say fuck COVID. Honored and honored. DJ Kevin Cab, let's go. Oh, uh, yeah. Body count. Body count. Yeah. Body count, motherfucker. Body count. Let's just roll. Let the, let's, <laughs> let's let this roll over us for a moment. Yep. Body count, nigga. Because body count is still in the house. Still in the house, and I thought they left. Still in the house, but but. Talk about that. Let's introduce our guest today. I'm Jer, JD, the MC. A.K.A. This is DJ Kevin Kev, Kevin Evans. What up? And joining us tonight are, you know them, our good friends, G-Money of Brampton and of your heart. Yo, guy. And of course, the sweet dick, the billy stick, comes around slow, comes around quick. Billy Gregory, how are you? Hey, buddy. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. So, uh, you need to tell the people why we're playing Body Count and why they're in the house. Because uh, Body Count just won a Grammy in 2021 Finally. for their new album, for, their, for a song of their new album. Uh, the album is apparently called... Um, Carnivore and the song is called Bum Rush. And yes, this this seventy-year-old um longtime cast member of what is it? Law and Order SVU. What show is he on? Uh, I believe it's Law and Order. Yes. Uh, and spokesperson for um used car insurance. <laughs> Really? I didn't know that. Is the front man for the band who won Best Metal Performance in 2021. So, body counts in the house. You know, I, I don't even know how to make fun of that. <laughs> we live in some weird alternate reality, don't we? Like, this isn't real. This isn't the real world, is it? Yeah, well. I mean, it's, it's pretty <laughs> rad. We've got like 21 years to make it at this point, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill, I think you probably met Ice-T before any of the rest of us, or maybe you're the only one. Has anyone else met Ice-T? Oh, I didn't I, uh, meet him. He just, I didn't, just walked by yeah, me. I, didn't meet him. I, I was too afraid to talk to him. But did you I mean, guys, did you play a show with him, or were you at a show with him? Technically, Ice-T opened for, for Yet Another Posse before what? you joined. Uh, Ice-T opened, yeah, Ice opened for us once in Guelph. I say open because there was two shows, so we played a set, and then he played a set, and then a new group of people came in, and then we played, and then he played again. But technically, he did play before we played once. Wow. Yeah. So, so I'm just going to say... Page? 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say that like his headlining set for the All Ages show was like the opening act for our opening act for his opening for for his closing act. So it's and just that, math. That same man. What is it? Is it 30 years later? That, like, don't you don't have to say exactly, but it was like no man. Like it was like. I would at least 25, 27 years ago. Same mm-hmm. man just tonight, Billy. <laughs> just, <laughs> just won a Grammy for best metal performance tonight. <laughs> but you know what's amazing? Is that record probably had as many people listen to it as this podcast will. There yeah, you go. I, I, <laughs> look, we it's were true. all like, I don't. I don't think any of us were body count fans, but we were all in yeah, the we like them. genre of. Oh, well, the I like them. Yeah, yeah. The first album. I, we I like we them for sure. The I listened to it. I listened to it for sure. It was in our rotation. Is what I'm saying. It was definitely on our radar. Yeah, but yeah. almost, almost none of us knew that Body Count had an album out last no, year. No, I, I did like, definitely not. I knew just because I'm just so addicted to YouTube that I just kind of see every stupid fact. But mm-hmm. you, none of you knew. And here we are. No. This is this is the world. This that's, is the world we live in today. That's why I was like, like, did they use one of their old songs on like some soundtrack or something? Like, that's why I was confused. Like, I didn't know that they actually had new music. According to the Grammys, there was no better metal performance last year. Were there any other metal performances last year? Maybe that's yes, why. I think I think there's a whole genre still. I'm pretty sure it's out there. Yeah. yeah. I feel I, like, I, I, how much of that do you think had to do like with with the whole Twitter thing that was going on between him and that, what was that fucking band trapped or something? Yeah. Yeah. He had that beef going. I I wonder if like that, that got people thinking about ice tea again. And then like profile, but it's it's so weird, man. Like it's rad. I mean, it's great. Everybody's grandparents are sitting in, are sitting in their living rooms watching like Fox news and ice teas, car insurance commercials are on. And he's like one of them. Like mm-hmm. it makes sense to them. And are the, in those same houses are the grandkids in the basement listening to his new metal album? Is that I can't imagine. Maybe I don't know, but well. I I think that's what the Grammys want us to believe. That's the world we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it, sure. Um, I'll I'll definitely say something to spark up something for this. Is uh, spark it up. Body Count's last album. Uh, actually impressed me and it's been a long time since that happened for their band because I remember asking somebody if they can get me a promo copy of it because I, I liked it that much. If you, if you, <laughs> you liked it too you much, liked it you that liked it much, so you would have bought it. No, but <laughs> I liked it so much I asked somebody for a free copy. But that was, that was an early because copy. it was, uh, for some reason I was like, I thought maybe someone could just get me a copy of it and because if you go, if you go back like maybe a year or two ago, I actually thought I saw their video or something, and I was like, "Oh, that's actually really good." And uh, I was pretty impressed. So by you saying they just won a Grammy, maybe it was either for that record or no. this no. brand new thing. I don't it's, know, but it's it's, it's <sighs> right here. It's Bum Rush off Carnivore. So which uh, is- you okay? So you obviously saw like, did you see them on, on the Grammys or did you see a clip? No. Oh, no, yeah. I just no, saw I'm just curious. I like in a news feed. A news I'm just feed. curious if it's the same lineup from the original album. Oh, no, the drummer, oh. the drummer's different. The drummer is different. The, just the drummer, but everyone else is the same? Uh, no, I think I think only Ernie only Ernie only Ernie is the guy that, he's yes. the only guy that's been in that band since day one. Yeah, okay. Ernie C. Right. Besides yeah. Ice T. Everyone else yeah. is like 
brand new. A little, a little yeah. behind the scenes for the listeners, but I'm dropping a link into the Skype chat for everybody to see a recent photo of body count. There you go. There's right. the article. Okay. I so, mean, they, they look like body uh, count. I mean, you know, hoodies and. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way they're all wearing masks. I think. No, they're not. Never mind. I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at the tiny little picture. Well, there's a no. white dude in the band now, but it looks so good. There is? Uh, yeah, yeah there's definitely a bald white dude. And yep, there's more of them. Oh, yeah, that is. You're right. You're right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. They yeah, still the, look like the a little bunch guy. of dudes I would not fuck with. That's for sure. And no, you know, that's that's the little guy to his left <laughs> is is one of the original members. Yeah, the guy with the see, That's yeah. where you see, yeah. <clears throat> So G's right though because I, they they did put out a record a couple of years ago that was actually pretty good. Like they had a couple of songs in there that were actually right. kind of heavy. And I was like, mm. then they also did that really bad suicidal cover. Um, yes, but it was funny that. because he was talking about like yeah, he was talking about like not was like institutionalized. Oh yeah, institutionalized. That's right. And he was talking about like PS4s and stuff, which was kind of funny. But yeah, I mean he's. You know, I gotta hand it to Ice T. The dude knows how to stay relevant, man. Like he's—he he's... is a hustler, right? Yeah, H U S T L E R hustler. He's right. just straight up cool. Like, I mean, right. like, I'm not just saying this because that the picture of that band scares the hell out of me, but like, <laughs> oh come on, we've <laughs> had scarier pictures. <laughs> dude, I just remember when he walked in wearing that mink bomber jacket to that club. Right. And, like, it was the old <laughs> Trashateria or Thrashateria, yeah. sorry, Trash yeah, Thrash really? Mink Bomber in Guelph. <laughs> Hey, what, 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 oh, yeah, wearing, it's like, the trash, trash interior, yeah. Wearing his fucking white, like br- the brightest white shoes I've ever seen, and a black <laughs> mink Damn. bomber jacket, Damn. and like, you know, black jeans because that's all he ever wears. And he was just, he was just so cool. Did he walk up to you and say, "Hi, I'm Ice Motherfucking T, bitch"? No, he just he walked right by. We were sitting on the side bench by the front door, and we were like, it was like school kids waiting to see the principal. We didn't say we didn't say a fucking word, didn't make a fucking move because he didn't want his didn't crew you, to throw us out of the club. Like we were just like, didn't you say his security was walking around with uh, radios, like yep. doing like perimeter checks and, st- and yep. shit? Mm. They sent a couple of guys in. They they did a quick sweep of the club, and they went, "Okay, send him in." And then the doors open, and it was bright outside. It was dark in the club, so it was like this, like a scene from a movie. It was like super <laughs> framed, and this like this 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 little this you know tiny you know he didn't really fill the doorway. He's not a big dude, uh, but like you know the outline of this guy is just like it was it was so fucked. It was like watching a superhero coming. It was just like I'm sure it was. Man, and it is. Then, and he really? walked in. He walked in. He got about as far as the <clears throat> sound booth. Looked at the club. Turned back to the guy with the radio, gave him a nod, and then we didn't see him again until showtime. That's right. He had two other guys do a sound check for him. All we got to see from Ice T was his rider that someone left lying out. It was like everything was uh, uh, blah 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 and no show or no show blah 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 or no show. So it was like fourteen bucks of buckets of KFC. I remember that or no show. One case of champagne or no show. Like it was just like. So I guess they got screwed enough on that rider, but yeah, it was just so he was just upstairs. Eating chicken and drinking, drinking champagne. Can you imagine? Okay, first of all, we've all been in a band. Mm-hmm. We've we've all we've all played a show out of yeah. town. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine making that your rider? <laughs> Can you imagine drinking champagne before a show? Like, dude, I have like one glass of champagne at a wedding. I spend the rest of the night just burping. Like, I can't imagine being on stage after drinking like fourteen bottles of it. Like, and KFC. Come on. <laughs> But no. somehow here he is, eighty years old, still like the hardest man, working man years. on earth. <hmm. And I don't know how old he's yeah. really. I'm just, I'm just picking a number. I gotta look but at this. 
He's up there, and <laughs> he's sixty-three, and dude. He's one of the hardest-working <laughs> men in the world. Still, he's one of the most successful men in the world. Still, clearly, from tonight. So, like, man, I can't laugh at these car insurance commercials anymore because he just fucking won a Grammy tonight. Fuck him. <laughs> nah, I got to respect. Oh, no. Yeah, he did. I, uh, so, so the man just turned sixty-three last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. And he's not that old. He's on a roll. You're right. That's not that old. You're right. It's he's not that much older than I'm not gonna say us. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he's still like 15 years older than us. But, okay, you know. so he's like on the bottom rung of the Fox News uh, insurance commercial ladder. Then, mm. yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I did meet I did meet Ice T at Warp Tour '99 when they played, and I was with Russ from Good Riddance, and uh, Ice T was like at least 30 to 40, 50 away, uh, feet away from me. And I looked at Russ and I went, holy shit, it's Ice-T. That guy's been my hero for the longest time. Let's see if he comes over to me. And I yelled and I'm like, hey, Ice, come over here. And he actually took a little bit of a jog coming towards me. And I looked at Russ and I'm like, you have no idea what's going to happen right now because this guy's my hero. So he comes over to me. I give him my twinfold CD because obviously I was pimping my CD at the time still. And uh, I was like, I just wanted to give this to you if it was cool and uh, if you could give it to management or somebody, uh, I'd appreciate it, you know. And he was the coolest dude, cool, like the coolest guy to me. Like, I was so happy. So, but I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Kev. No, I was going to say, so uh, you can tell uh, the sign of our age because Greg actually told that story on the show before. I did? <laughs> I'm pretty sure really? he did. I heard this I story don't... before and I'm pretty sure it was on this show. Oh you heard it because you... He's like your best friend, and you've heard every story. He Maybe, has why I feel world. like it was on the show. I don't, I don't remember this story. I no? do not remember not a show. I, I, I don't remember a story in which Greg summoned <laughs> Ice T and Ice T ran to Okay, so maybe he did tell me. Maybe he did tell me the story another time then, but I do remember him yeah, telling yeah. the story, and for some reason, I thought it was on this show. Uh, you know I what? Do, I do know that Greg is is. Is somehow asshole enough, but sweet enough that nobody would ever call him an asshole <laughs> to do that <laughs> and get away with it. I totally believe the story. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it uh, sounds right. So I, I wish I wish I could remember this story, and I wish he was on. But our, our good buddy F, you know Jesse from from yeah. Bad Blood, he Thanks has an iced tea show. He has an iced tea story, mm-hmm. but it, it gets a lot more aggressively hostile. Than G's. Oh. Because really? I remember it was like, I can't remember what. It's too bad I can't remember, but I, I'm pretty sure like Ice T just screamed at Jesse once and it scared the shit out of Jesse. Like mm. he was in like a, a circle with him and they were smoking and stuff. But yeah, I I, I can't remember. I, I'm, I'm getting uh. it, but I, I, I remember Jesse had, had a, a less than welcoming experience with Ice T at one point. Oh, <laughs> I'd like to hear that. I'd like to hear that. Yeah. Maybe we'll have maybe we'll have to see if we can get Jesse to come talk to us sometime and give us that story. About Ice T. Oh, that would be because yeah. that's that sounds that yeah. sounds good. Sure. Well, see at the at the first Lollapalooza when they played when Ice T played and then he had Body Count come in with them like me, Kev, and Paul and uh, a bunch of us. I was like dying to get Ice T's autograph. So when I talked to Ernie C. He went and got Ice T's autograph for me, and Moose Man, and Beatmaster V, and all the Body Count guys on a piece of paper for me. Like yes. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was just Very like, cool. did to an eighteen-year-old kid. At least? Oh yeah, they all. I don't remember it. him signing it. Oh yeah, I, I have it. I have it all. 
I and didn't African Bombada sign that? Yeah, sorry, correctly. African Bombada did that too. He was like there too, and I was like, we couldn't. No, it was uh, not not Sweet. African Bombada. Sorry, Africa Islam, which is the guy from the Syndicate, the Rhyme Syndicate, mm. is his buddy. Yeah, Africa Islam did that, and I was like freaking out too. I was like, oh my god, this is the best, you know, nicest people ever. But when Ice T came on, remember Kev? When Ice T came on that uh, on stage, and he told everyone to stand the fuck up, and then there was a girl, and he pointed her out, and he's like. Oh, look at this girl. She ain't going to stand up for my tea. He goes, bitch, get the fuck in your ass off, off the street. You stand up for iced tea. And we were like, holy fuck, this is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. That was a crazy, uh, crazy moment. But they killed, they I... killed it. Was a... Sorry? They killed it at Lollapalooza. And they killed it when they came back and played the concert hall. We saw them then, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, I remember that, that concert hall show. Because that's the what's that, That's the show that, like, hardcore and all those yeah, bands opened for. Hardcore, it was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think to, to to draw it to a button, the the like the the amazing thing about the fact that Ice T won a Grammy for best metal performance tonight is that, like, as far as like his his hip hop career, you know what we know him from first, uh, like he goes back to the very 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 beginning of mm-hmm. at, at least what I know of as hip hop, like, like back back in back in the Def Jam days. Uh, which we're going to talk about a little bit coming up. Um, yeah. Back in the Def Jam days, Ice T was already around, and I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know the exact details of how his career paralleled the, you know, what was going on in New York. But well, he um, was when you LA. think, when you think, yeah, right. But and, when you, um, yeah, his first album. No, I remember uh, his first album. Um, Rhyme pays. Rhyme pays. Yeah. Um. Fucked. What was the big song off of that album? That uh, six in the that? morning. Six in the yeah. morning. There you go. Morning, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like that was yeah, the that was song. the big that was the big jam off of that that album, and uh, he was like one of the first like big LA rappers. He's like one of the first ones to break that that mainstream. He's technically the responsible for paving the way for like NWA and stuff like that. That's right. So, oh, for sure. And yeah. for remember, sure. He and he also put Everlast on the map because Everlast was part of the Rhyme Syndicate back then too. That's right. That's right too. Right? So he he helped Everlast basically with well, I'm not saying with House of Pain but putting Everlast on the map. Mhm. Right. <clears throat> so He was So also, what do you think? Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, he was also um before that, he was actually uh Kev, if you remember, he did a song called Reckless that was on the Breakin soundtrack, and he right. was in Breakin. Oh, yeah, he was in Breakin. Yeah, uh, was that Breakin 2, my friend? You know, he, was uh, in, he was in both. One. No, Breakin 1. He was in both. He was in both. He was in Breakin oh. and Breakin 2. But yeah. I thought Reckless was from the. the no, I think, I think that was no, Greg's part, Ray. It's yeah, part it's one. one. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, he have, performed have, it in uh, the Radiotron. Sweet. Yeah, which is great. I love that fucking scene. Actually. Deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're spending way too much time on break Ice Tea, Yeah, we're spending a lot more time talking about Ice Tea than I thought we would. Right. Yeah. Well, I was trying to move us along, but these guys had some great information to add, so yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't yeah. want to cut them off. But no, somewhere, um, somewhere in some deep dark corner of the world, Schoolie D's freaking out because he's like, "That was my fucking style first, man. Yeah. Sure. My style first. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but when you think about like who else came from that era, who's still relevant today, like still making fresh products today, that is just that is succeeding. Like who? I don't know. I can't think of anybody Ice really. Uh, Ice Cube. 
Yeah. Yes. No, uh, our age. That was like later. that was like he that was seven later. or eight That's years right. later. That wasn't That's right. still. But he said from next that, closest like, thing would have been like LL Cool J. Maybe I'm talking about like yeah. LL Cool J. But what? Mm-hmm. I guess he's still a good. He's still a successful actor. But is he? Yeah. Is he having musically going on? Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, he's not. I mean, Public Enemy. They were a couple years later. But yeah. I mean, sure. They got that uh-huh. that fusion thing going on now too. That yeah. I forget what it's called. The the what's what's the the fu- the Public Enemy fusion band. We talking about uh, Prophets of Rhyme, whatever or Prophets? Yes, Prophets of Rage. I mean, Prophets of Rage. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I thought that was done now because Rage came back and they. I feel like I feel like it is done. Yeah. I feel like COVID made everything done. I don't know what it, what <laughs> it is. Yeah, there is no, I mean, clearly there's no but music because fucking body counts winning the Grammy. So he yeah. put out <laughs> a, put out an album last last year though. Anyway. And so they they actually have new music. Yeah, yeah. The PE record true. was actually pretty good mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah, you listen to it? Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check it. So, <clears throat> but anyways, anyway, where I was going was on Prince Marky died uh, a month ago or two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fat boys, the fat boys were also like from that era, and they were very mm-hmm. important to a lot of us. Uh, you know what? I, 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 I caught that mention uh, from Biggie Smalls in the documentary that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he talked about how uh, the the first music he ever got was was two rap tapes. It was Run DMC, and it was Fat Boys. Fat Boys, like, yeah. He got yeah. he got a, he got his tape his first tape player. And those two tapes at the same time, his mom bought it for him, yeah. and it was like exactly the same as my story. I got my my mom bought me my first Walkman and uh, LL Cool J, but like my second tape was Run DMC, and then my third tape was Fat Boys, mm. and like that was all I had. Like his, you didn't, I didn't go out and just buy something every week or something. It'd be like months and months and months between these things. So, yeah. oh um, yeah, well, absolutely. So yeah. me and Biggie are exactly the same, is my point. But um, and it was all a dream. Are you saying you're the <laughs> white Biggie? A moment, a moment to pay homage to the fat boys who yeah. are today probably largely forgotten compared to a lot of their peers of the time. You know, yeah. they were right there with the Beastie Boys and with Run DMC and with LL Cool J. All these are still household names, pretty much in some way. Uh, the fat boys, maybe not so much, but they were right there and they were important to all of us. And uh, their music uh, left an imprint on us. It did. You know but what? What, I don't what kills me? Oh, go ahead, Kev. No, I was going to say, I feel like their music didn't have as much longevity just because they were like a comedy trio, right? So because their, their, their music was mostly like jokes, I feel like that's yeah. why they didn't have that longevity as much as like, say, a Beastie Boys or like a Public Enemy and whatnot. But yeah, then, they, they didn't but evolve. Then, no. They did sure. evolve? They didn't these, evolve. These, these, they were kids, dude. When those records came out, they true. were like... Like in Crush Group, they were like 16, 17 yeah, years old. Yeah, yeah. They were babies. True. And, and yeah. But you know what? Marky you know? D went on to a great producing career. He produced a lot of people. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. He's yeah no, he was, he was relevant all the way up until, like, you know, I'm not saying right up to his death, but he's been relevant in, in the scene, but he's been behind the scene. So, yeah. No, he oh, was yeah. definitely relevant. But uh, obviously, they're, Buffy they're died at an hip-hop. early age. Yeah. Buffy died at an early age, and the other one who I can't remember his name. Um, cool Rocksky. Yeah, Cool Rocksky. There you go. He lost a ton of weight and he's like a bodybuilder yeah, yeah. now and all this shit. But he he has nothing to do with the music industry anymore. He's, I think no, he opened just... up a gym or something like that, if I remember correctly. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, they, they, they were, I mean, you know, I tell the story all the time. Like, I, I, 
you know, we could we couldn't find the the Crush Groove soundtrack anywhere. At least I couldn't as a kid. So I just I recorded all the songs. I used to listen to that entire movie, yeah. specifically the Fat Boys songs. I I used to listen to that just on, you know, recorded off my parents' TV. You know, like mm. I, I would just listen to the <laughs> Don't You Dog Me like over and over and yeah. over again. And like, you know, it would have awful, you know, like you know, soundtracky movie kind of stuff going on in the background. And yeah, I fucking love those guys. Um, I remember remixing, like when I had like the dual tape recorder, I would like try to remix Wipeout like a thousand times so I could get that splash in there, like you know, three hundred times before the song started. And, like, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is great. But did you guys go see Dis- Disorderlies in the in the movie theaters like I did? Yes. Uh, I don't no. think I saw the theater. I did. I, I've seen it no. like a billion times. Yeah. A terrible movie. Um, Horrible. Oh, it is, but it's. It was I forgot it they was had bad. a brief film career as when yeah. they tried to like translate into like the Three Stooges. Stooges, yeah, exactly, yeah. And that's they exactly how they Stooges. tried to market yeah. them too. So it's funny. I because, mean, it wasn't it wasn't tougher than leather bad, but it was pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty bad. No, it's funny because uh, so Greg actually called me the other night, and um, when he called me, I was actually I was streaming. I found a stream of uh, Disorderlies, and I was like watching it again, just kind of going down memory lane, and it really is a horrible movie but i will say the the song that they sing baby you're a rich man is great i need to get a <laughs> i need to get a good copy of that song <laughs> all right it wicked. was it was one of their better songs. yeah no it was a great song yeah. baby you're yeah. a rich man and speaking of <laughs> fat boys <laughs> song from uh, from crush group anyways oh yeah easily those hand claps <laughs> that's the clap yeah, yeah. Is, i mean they they were they were all really good like their their their, their rhyming was good talented. their trade-offs yeah. were they were good talented. they were they yeah. were yeah, yeah. Just like and I they said, just, like yeah, their, they, their music didn't have longevity though. That's, uh, that's the only thing about them. No, I feel. But they were right there in that Def Jam music factory, right? Yeah, yeah. But they yep. weren't signed to Def Jam, so that's the one thing I, I never really got about that movie because it's it, okay. So that movie was about obviously the the beginnings of Def Jam, right? And they well, were never yeah. signed to Def Jam, and neither was New Edition. And neither was Sheila E. Sheila E. was in that movie, right? Like none. I of think these there's a lot of stuff oh, yeah. with Sheila E. Oh, yeah. that happened yeah. in that movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> like none of these artists were ever signed to Def Jam, so I don't understand why they were even in the movie trying to be on Def Jam. <laughs> well, maybe that's why it's called Crush Groove instead of Def Jam, so they can I, just yeah, take, I guess. take poetic license yeah. with a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. So glad all those people are in the movie because they're so. Great oh yeah, yeah. It. No, it's good that they're in the film, uh, but I just didn't really get the connection because none of them were ever signed to Russell Simmons. So, but anyways, did did they work with Rick Rubin? And uh, in the, the Fat Boys ever work with Rick Rubin? That's a good question. That's a good I question. I, 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 I like. I, it no sounds like they did from some of their albums. I don't think but. New Edition ever worked with with Rick Rubin. He could have been an executive producer and be like, oh, yeah, okay, so okay, kind of thing. The money guy? 
Yeah, like. <laughs> or maybe okay, Russell. Here, here. Maybe Russell managed them. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd have to look into that though. Here we go, just theorizing, not knowing shit. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to have a guy on the side pulling up shit. Anyway, anyway, well, how long? Uh, realistically, what they the what boys. they probably just did was they, they probably just grabbed a bunch of artists that were popular, popular at the time, at the time yeah. and just yeah, know, went with them because they probably went with that first. I mean, you know, like Curtis Blow was great, but I mean, it was very niche. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't like a lot of people were. Feeling that, yeah. but you know, the fat boys they were commercial and they there's something they could build a movie around because they were the quirky, yeah, you know, fat boys. I mean, they, they were just funny, it was, right? It yeah. was funny how that movie treated Curtis Blow like he was like this king like a god, yeah, yeah. And, and like, but Run DMC were really, I mean, <laughs> really, <laughs> right? Well, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, movie really it. did uh, circle around them. But yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. Like they put, they put him weird. like on this pedestal mm-hmm. that he was like, God's like you keep saying he's rap. the king, but then you keep showing that they're the king. Yeah. Like yeah. That's what, he's yeah. the king that keeps opening for these other guys. Um, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone knows that Run DMC were the king of rock. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The Beatles of rap for sure. Mm-hmm. Like Ain't undeniably, no undeniably. But. Um, you know what? Uh, we should get moving. We got a lot to talk about. So, um, on that book, you know what? Rest in peace, rest Chris in peace, Marky Marky D. D, yes. uh, We'll always have your music uh, mm-hmm. to keep us inspired. Um, and uh, your music inspired, uh, you know, in my opinion, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but in my opinion, the greatest rapper who ever lived, uh, unmatched to this day, mm-hmm. Notorious B.I.G. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a Netflix documentary that you can check out right now. Yeah. It's called, I got a story to tell. Uh, it's, it's basically the life of Biggie in his own words and in the words of his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's, a for me, I felt like, uh, you know, there wasn't a ton in there that I hadn't already seen in some way or heard in some way, but it was, it was nice to, t- to catch back up with this story and, and, and touch base with all these people again and mm-hmm. hear it you know spend some time with the memory of biggie again it was um it was it was uh uh it took me back anyway um mm-hmm. but but that moment really struck me uh when he talked about you know his mom you know his relationship with his mom is really touching mm-hmm. and uh you know I, I have a ton of questions about uh the street where he where he slung crack and what it's like there today i really i'm gonna go on youtube after this if i remember and because I bet you somebody's got YouTube videos about it, like what what that I'm neighborhood sure. is like today. It's but, yeah, um, Fulton Street, <laughs> New, yeah. New York City has really been cleaned up. I will say that. Oh yeah, it's really oh, yeah. been oh, cleaned yeah. up ever since, like since that that time, whatever, like in the nineties and and before. It's yeah. completely different from the way it was. Uh, yeah, it's really cleaned well, up. So who knows? Uh, maybe maybe there isn't crackheads on that street anymore. No, I'm curious. I'm, yeah. I'll find. Yeah, no, I'll report back saying. next episode. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, this documentary. Let me just get my quick take about it out of the way. I won't go into too much. It, just that my my overall impressions of it are that um, his relationship with the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really spent more time being shaped and formed on the street in his real life you know, uh, gangster, uh, criminal lifestyle. Uh, then he did, um, you know, as a rapper, you know, like the, he, he became famous 
and you know it was like six years later he was dead um mm. and and it happened so fast and just you know my experience with the music business which was you know nothing you know, nothing compared to his um but my experience with the music business and just watching he because this is all videos that they took through their daily life like every day they were shooting video of behind the scenes of of how his career was uh, what he was doing every day so you could follow his you could follow you follow his career through this movie Mm -hmm. and just witnessing it from their point of view like holy shit it happened so fast like Mm -hmm. i felt like he was so famous and so inexperienced at the same time like he just started and bam he was famous yeah and and then like like bam he was like trying to give his career longevity and and it just happened so so quickly all of it mm-hmm. was so quick um but uh yeah I, I hopefully uh this documentary will will lead to some leads in the investigation into his murder because we still don't know who did it but my opinion another another big thing that i took from this was he was probably killed by somebody from the neighborhood somebody who had a beef with from childhood from adolescence somebody who just hated him forever because of some shit that went down on the street right he was shot in la though remember that i'm never not gonna think it was shug like it's Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely think shug okay well we're jumping well we're we're jumping to the end of all all your guys reviews but um well uh, i don't think we're giving out spoilers here everyone knows he uh, dies at the end (laughs) (laughs) in fact they show it in the first like 20 minutes of the doc you know what it it definitely could be shug or it could be somebody just sucking up to shug uh (laughs) or 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 it could have been just somebody in some some random fucking street criminal who thought wouldn't it be awesome to be the guy who did this because mm-hmm. he because he just he stopped at a red light and they just saw him there right like could have been a random but um anyway uh this documentary is good it does it does get a little uh it does see, feel a little long by the end um but um it is like i said it's great to check in with these people again if you're a fan of biggie uh and his career or anybody who's around him um there's great stuff in here worth watching and I enjoyed it and I give it like uh eight out of 10 as far as uh, music documentaries goes, uh, biographical mm-hmm. music documentaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will. Anyway, who wants to talk about it next Kev? Yeah. Okay. Um, so one of the things I did appreciate about this, uh, doc is that they didn't, uh, dwell on the whole, like who shot him and all that stuff. Right. They actually dwelled more on like his actual, like growing up and, um, right. It was a lot of the footage was shot by his childhood friend who um, basically had a video camera and like went on tour with them. So I thought that was really cool that they had a lot of like footage of him just like chilling in hotel rooms and, you know, like rolling joints and just like being real, like being who he was. Um, <clears throat> and of course, like the behind the scenes, like, of course, he shot like um, the footage from like the side of the stage and he shot like the crowd. And, you know, it's just it was it was something that was it was like real like i don't know i appreciated that part but anyways um i love like i said i love the fact that they actually concentrated on him becoming who he was uh coming from the streets to a rapper and not dwelling on the whole oh who who shot him and all that stuff um there's like other shows out there um there was one on Netflix. I'm drawing a blank on what it was called. That uh, was a uh, unsolved was, or something. Un, like that? Yeah, it, it was like a scripted series. That was good. Series. That was really it good. was a good. Yeah. It was a good series. Um, where where they basically were trying to figure out 
um, yeah. who shot him. And well, they actually, he, they and, actually came him out. And Puck. Mm-hmm. And they actually came out with a name. <laughs> um, you watched the whole thing, right, uh, Bill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually came out with a guy. Like, they're like, we think it's this guy, but they had no proof, which I thought was um, pretty interesting. But yeah, no, the doc was good. Um, as far as, like, hip-hop documentaries go, I still... My personal all-time favorite is the Tribe Called Quest one that Michael Rappaport oh, did. Oh, fuck yeah. Right? Fuck like, yeah. that one was, like, that was real. Like, that was, like, uh, like even Q-Tip didn't want him to put it out because of how real it was. Um, yeah. But for me, that was, like, the creme de la creme of, like, hip-hop documentaries. But, no, it was yeah. good. Um, I did enjoy it. And I love Biggie and... Um, I've always liked him better than Pac, uh, regardless of the whole East West thing. I, w- I was always a fan of Biggie over Pac. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't mention I hate Pac. Yeah, I don't hate him. Well, I did back then, but I don't hate him. I do actually. I was just talking about this the other day. I do like some of his music, but I don't like all of his music. Um, like I never got into California Love. I fucking hate that song. Um, as a DJ, if you ever hear me play it, it's because of the crowd, not because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but um but anyways um but yeah no uh i do Clarify. i do really like a lot a few of Pac's songs but i'm more of a i'm more of a biggie guy at the end of the day so anyways uh yeah so as far as like uh rating goes uh sorry did you give a rating jerry you did right yeah i gave it an eight yeah okay i'm i'm sending like a seven because for me um like i said that tribe documentary is more like a more like a nine for me right so uh, I would say it's like a little bit less than that. So yeah, I'll, I'll give it a seven, seven point five. I'll be, I'll be generous. All right, all right. Who wants to conch next? Uh, Bill, you can go. I'll go last. <laughs> all right, I got, I got a bunch of thoughts about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I agree with everything that everyone said so far. Um, I thought it was neat. I, I, it was fucking great that he had a friend that recorded everything because yeah. seeing that side of biggie was cool like watching him fuck around with his friends and just be goofy like you never got to see biggie being goofy right like he had he had an image and he played you know he 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 played up to it but he was it was nice seeing him be chris yeah it was nice seeing him just be chris for a while so that was really cool i i like that um what was interesting uh to me was uh so I, it inspired me to go back and watch notorious okay i don't know if you ever watched yeah. the biopic yeah. they, they made yeah. um which was well done too. Yeah, I it. yeah, I was actually surprised how 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 close it was to his to to, to what his friends were saying in the other thing. Like mm-hmm. right yeah. down to like his mom listening to country music. Like there's parts where he's like, "Why y'all got to listen to this country music, mom?" And she's like, "I like the way I like the stories they tell." Like it was just everything was pretty cool. Like the the way they did. Now I'm sure there was a bunch of shit in there that wasn't true and it was there for the movie. But like. Mm-hmm. That was pretty, you know. It, it was kind of neat, and it was seeing Anthony Mackie as Tupac was weird. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was, he was. Yeah, he know, wasn't a very good Pac. No, he didn't, he didn't just, look the, like Pac. The at kid all. that they got to play Pac in the Pac like biopic. Yeah, that kid was spot on. Like, and then that, they brought back the Biggie guy for that one. Yeah, too. they awesome. did. Yeah, which um, was, he just reminded me of a touch of a touching moment. I thought um, uh, uh, the country music thing. Um, Biggie mentions in this doc that uh, he can't sleep unless he's listening to country music. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I thought I, that is—that is so like that is just a boy who loves his mother. Like that yeah. is so sweet. That is, yeah. And just hearing, hearing it, it. What? So I mean, I agree. I, anybody that doesn't think that Biggie is the greatest rapper that ever lived, 
shouldn't be listening to hip hop. That that that's uh, that that is a hill I will die on. The second hill that I've died on this weekend. Um, Gerald probably be beside me on this. Unbelievable. One. He was yeah. unbelievable. Uh, and the way the way that 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 jazz guy was talking about him and how that's right his, he got uh, his flow from like drum fills and stuff yes dude i used oh, yeah, to do that yeah. i used to i used to think about how drum fills would go and i could never do it because i was a shitty drummer which is why i was a shitty rapper but like i i <laughs> I, I, I totally i totally get what he was saying with like the the jazz sort of free flowing and you can hear that in biggie's delivery like yeah. that's what made him so special was the guy was an instrument like he 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 did things with with his voice and with rap that had never been done and will never be done in that way again. Like yeah. people will imitate, but they will never duplicate. You know, yeah, well, yeah, they'll just never reinvent hip hop and rap and delivery the way that that guy did. Yeah. Um, uh, and the song I got a I got a story to tell is it's a movie in your mind, and mm-hmm. you forget you're listening to a rap song. You you're just following the story, and you're like, this is such a crazy fun story and then like you like remember oh my god he's been rapping this whole time <laughs> like yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's it's so unbelievable. fun unbelievable he was unbelievable and, and it's yeah that sad i'm mean, oh, sorry i was cut you off uh it's sad that like a lot of these like younger generation uh hip-hop kids who are like you know making all this money in this industry right now who have no appreciation for guys like Biggie Smalls, which I find really sad. Like um, these guys probably don't even know who fucking Biggie was. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, sorry, Bill, go ahead. Uh, you know, that, that happens all right, Kev. Like, I mean, I'm sure there was plenty of people that we didn't show enough appreciation to that, that no, pissed I, off. I, I agree. Other I agree. folks. And, but you know, like, it, it just we, happens. We're like, not we making, were just dissing Curtis Blow a little while ago. So, yeah, you know, no, but like, we're not making millions of dollars in, a, in an industry, though. You know what I mean? Because no, no, you gotta, no. you gotta. I'm not saying copy his 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 flow or his style, but yeah. show appreciation for the roots of the genre that you're representing. That's yeah, that's yeah. the way I look at it, anyways. And it's it's it was interesting what Jer was saying about the fast rise because I mean mm-hmm. we saw it. I mean G Jer. I mean mm-hmm. you. We we all got sort of caught up in that ever so briefly with yet another posse and we saw how fast things happen when people are down with you like oh yeah yeah. like we had people flying out to see us people flying up to see us people talking about what they were going to do with us in six months and like you know they they fill your heads pretty quick so i mean we 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 know that once you're in that machine you get pushed through really quick and like the machine is ready the machine is just sitting there waiting to find somebody to spit out like it and as soon as they find you, you're in. You're like you're spit out for sure. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so it was. It was. It was just. But you're right. It was so. And how fucked is it that the guy was dead before his second record came out? Like yeah. it's fucked. Well, they've had a bunch of records that. since, but they've all been like cuts and, and tracks and mm-hmm. remixes and verses he threw away and like just you know stuff that wasn't good enough to be on a record. Yeah. Yeah. But like, he died before. His second record, like yeah. so it blows me away. Yeah, like, that's right. I totally remember that now. So. <laughs> I would, if I had to rate this one, though, honestly, this is where this is where I'm going to be a little bit controversial here. Um, I agree with Kevin that 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 tribe doc was amazing, mm-hmm. but if I'm holding this to a high standard that's been set this year, I'm actually going to put this one at about a six six and a half to seven. Okay, 
because that Bee Gees doc that came out earlier this year mm. blew this out of the fucking water. Really? And okay. why is because they had all of this fucking footage of him and they showed like three seconds of a time at a time of him performing live. If I'm watching a documentary about an artist and there's all this live footage, show me full fucking songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full verses. Yeah, yeah. Don't show me three second clips of him on stage with the crowd going nuts. Show me the whole fucking song. So that's why it gets low marks because that BG stock, they showed good chunks of music, like actually showing them working their art. Mm. Don't show me two seconds of it. Fair enough. You so gotta that, remember though, that, that when that guy was filming, he didn't know he was filming a documentary, so he might not have filmed an entire song. Well, ever. Biggie, oh, no, Biggie told him I'm to just, film I, the audience. I'm, I'm, like he wanted to see. I'm the just saying if, if we're right, right, yeah. But there's also no way there isn't other live footage of recordings of, of yeah, him of kicking around. They could have yeah. found right. Yeah. So. Sure. Anyways, I'm, I'm not I'm not measuring this on what the guy didn't record. I'm measuring this about what other documentaries showed me. Mm. So if I'm rating it against other stuff I've seen recently, and if you haven't seen that BG's doc, you should totally check it out. I was not a fan of their music. It's not like I've I've started being a fan since, but it's so well done. Netflix. And it's so sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's on like um, Crave or one of those. Stations. Oh, it's on Crave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's super sad. I mean, like it, it's the same as the Fat Boys, right? It's like Bee Gees Highlander. There's only one left now. Like it's yeah, yeah. So, so. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but okay. Yeah. Uh, but I liked it. I, I don't want to, I don't want that to be like a knock again. I thought it was fantastic. It made me all weepy eyed and made me message Jer saying we got we got to write some fucking hip hop songs we again. Gotta, we got to yeah. start rapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before okay. one of us dies. Yeah. Oh God. See. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, okay, you want me to go? Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. Okay, well, mine's mine's short. I was talking to Kev about this the other night when we were talking, and and I was telling Kev, I'm like, well, I really like the documentary, and it actually got me hyped a little bit more, like inspired, because as much as I like Biggie, I'm gonna say I'm a fan, but I'm not a crazy fan. Now, me yeah. being my favorite rapper of all time is for me is Chuck D because. You know, socially and all that kind of stuff, and but as far as far as me saying Biggie being one of the greatest, of course, to me that's that's a given. Did I like him more than I like Tupac? Yeah, I did. Of course, I I like Tupac too, but nothing major. I liked a few songs, but Biggie spoke to me. His production spoke to me more. But you know what I mean? After watching this uh, doc, I had way more appreciation for what he did in general. Anyway, because of how it took me through his past and to where he perfected his art and the drumming thing obviously being a drummer like you said bill it was like i was like oh my god that totally makes sense after listening to his rapping i'm like yeah it is sort of like drum beats a bit and the way he would put words at certain places and i was like yeah that's the bass drum and there's a snare drum because i see how he's bouncing the words back and forth and i was like i guess i really never really noticed that and little fills here and there it's just it's just brilliant you know like it's and it's I great. think that's great. I think that's more. And then I was like, I was all, I was getting all hyped about it. I was like, oh my god, yeah, it makes me want to go play drums right now, actually, and think about what how he was doing his words. And I'm like, so as far as like uh, being, uh, sorry, the documentary situation, I'm I'm really late actually. I'm not. I haven't seen the Tribe Called Quest one because I wanted to buy it. I never got around to buying it. So I'm sure if it's on Blu-ray, I'm probably going to grab it. So now I'll probably go grab it now because you mentioned it. So it's not on um, but it's all, sure. oh whatever. I mean, I'll just get it on DVD if that's the case. But uh, even like this documentary, if it was on DVD or whatever, I definitely like that. I liked watching things like this. So I was really glad that we talked about it and I watched it because it made me appreciate 
him more as a, a rapper and what he, you know, what he was trying to do with his life. He was trying to get off on the streets. And obviously I really like, I like how he changed his life around it. And I liked how Puffy was just like, look, you either got to, you either want to do this or you're going to go sell drugs. You got to, you got to choose. And obviously he chose the right thing to do. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I really, I thought it was great. Actually, I really thought it was great. It made, it made me want to buy his records. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Perfect. You want to give it a rating out of 10? I'm going to give it a, I'm probably with Kevin, maybe a seven on this. Cause it, it made me, it made me like him more as a, just a normal person. Like you said, Bill, when you're watching all the little jokes and all the stuff, he's, he's just yeah. a normal guy trying to do his thing, you know, <clears throat> but I'll tell, you the truth. I'll tell you the truth. I wanted to say seven, but I thought, no, I'll go high. I'll be the guy. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to mention, um, you know, you mentioned uh, how uh, Biggie wasn't your favorite because he wasn't a, a socially conscious rapper. And I, you know, I thought about that a lot, too, about how, like, he he made the clear effort to just uh, uh, highlight the negative and, and, and profit from that. And that's, you know, that's fair. I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking him for that. He's an artist and he's just telling his. No, songs. and that's cool. That's totally. But, cool. You know? but I, it reminded me of like who I think today is like, you know, the closest thing. To be, and I hate to say it just because they're both fat guys, but uh, Killer Mike is the socially conscious Biggie to me. Like, yep, he, yep. He's, oh, he's great. So he's, a, he's, a, he's an and amazing flow, storyteller. Delivery. I mean, yeah. Look, yeah, I agree. Run the Jewels are, are I, I think they're two of the best MCs that are probably around right yeah. now. No, Not I to agree. mention LP's producer is fucking yeah, yes. I mean, and that yeah. that record. Oh my god, RTJ Four was just the best. And G, just so you don't miss it, I did. Uh, Amazon has seven copies left of Beats yeah, Run for it. fifteen I, bucks on I, Blu-ray. I looked it up oh, after after okay. I said yeah. it, but so I stand corrected. It is available on Blu-ray. <laughs> okay. I, I was actually surprised too because it did come out a bunch of years ago. Anyways, yeah, no, you I, didn't, quick, I didn't think it it. Okay, thank you. I it's a steal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll get that for sure. <clears throat> no, we'll talk about it next time if you want. <clears throat> and and you know what? If you like Run the Jewels, if you like Killer Mike, then. You need to go back and and find the Killer Mike song. It's on YouTube. Uh, the Killer Mike song "Reagan." It like it is. It it so feels like Biggie Smalls. I got a story to tell, but it's about it's a political message and it's about Ronald nice. Reagan and his presidency. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But the lyrical mastery that that sorry Killer Mike uh, displays on that song, I think it, it kind of invokes the spirit of Biggie today. Uh, of <clears throat> Biggie, okay. of past. but anyway, nice. that's my take. Right. And let's move on. Wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> Boom! God! Thank you, Taurus <laughs> B.I.G. I got a story to tell on Netflix. It's probably sitting right there on your Netflix. You didn't even realize it. Just fucking watch it. Put it in your Netflix queue. <laughs> Put it in your face. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? We also watched uh, Coming to America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just laughed more than I did during the movie. Uh, I'll admit. <laughs> uh, I, will, I will admit right now, I watched half of Coming to America. Oh, you still didn't watch the other half, eh? <laughs> I did not finish it, no. Um, by, the time the, by the time the movie gets to the plot where um this okay spoiler alert first of all wait you guys I'm, spoil things now i'm gonna spoil <laughs> i'm gonna spoil coming to america so by the time do that. by the time the movie gets to the point of the plot where the fake son starts to fall in love with the with his sister 
It wasn't his no, sister. It um, wasn't his sister. sister. It was his hairstylist. Hairdresser. <laughs> oh, that wasn't his sister. You were really invested no. in this movie. I could tell. Didn't yeah. the movie Wait, end? Didn't, didn't the movie end with the son, with the guy not being his son and then him marrying the daughter? No, I was thinking no, that. No, did you watch oh. a different I think, movie? I think maybe you drifted off and and woke up. I didn't finish step, it. Sister <laughs> porn or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was watching ancestral <laughs> porn. Yeah. Like, Look, I liked it. I wait, gave wait, it a good review. Good. I thought it was funny. I did. How did you spell coming when you Googled this? I just need to know. Bill is cur- currently winning joke of the night. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, okay, look, I don't I don't have much to say. I thought it was funny. Um and I and I didn't need to see the end of it because I knew it was a, gonna be a really dumb plot, but mm. um uh, you know what? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Jared. I, 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 th- I thought it invoked the original so much that I did, you know, uh, Kev was talking about how it wasn't R-rated and the original was really funny because it was R-rated. And I just, this is more of a nostalgia thing. I just, I liked vis- revisiting these characters who all felt like the exact same characters from the first movie. Yeah. It felt like I was transported back to that world. Like it's yeah. like this, like this is a fantasy series or like a fairy tale series. It's right, a, yeah, right. it's a fairy tale. It's like, like um, the princess bride. It's mm-hmm. like, it's that kind of like, fairy tale world and i and i totally felt transported back there i thought they succeeded in that and yeah sure the plot was dumb of course it was but um, so i i I gave it a good review anyway um i i I enjoyed it but um uh, who bill what did you think go ahead so uh, i i was sort of you know messaging you guys while while i was watching it Mm -hmm. and i was probably like five minutes into it and i'm like this is gonna be really hard to get through um it actually got better as it went on. Like I, I found, like like maybe the second half of the movie. Maybe I just resigned to the fact that it wasn't going to be the first as you know as funny as I thought it was going to be. But I agree. Like it was fun. Like like I said to you guys, if this was a band I was watching, it would probably be like one of those shows where like you guys look like you were having a lot of fun afterwards. You know, like yeah. and you could tell they were having fun. And just because they were having fun, I was sort of having fun, even if the movie wasn't great. It was fun seeing them. Arsenio Hall is really funny in this movie. Like he's oh my god, yeah. <laughs> his timing and everything else is really and Wesley Snipes, holy shit, he's like, amazing. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, he is. He amazing. was having yeah. a blast. And I mean, you know, it's I, I don't even know if if Tracy knew he was filming a movie or not, but like <laughs> I feel like he just sort of showed up. Yep. Yeah. He was just hanging out with them. Yeah, like, he probably didn't even realize he was in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was it was it was interesting, and all the little callbacks they had, like and. and Bringing like, um, oh, who are the two female rappers from the yeah, first the one twins. that they, they brought out yeah. just quickly? I forget, and I forget their names. Oh yeah, the yeah, twins like, and, and yeah. sexual chocolate having him show up at the end of the mm-hmm. wedding. This reminded like, me Salt and Pepper in On Vogue or performance. Yeah. Oh yeah, what a king, and what a king, what a mighty good king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, all of that's, that's good. <laughs> okay, that 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 was actually kind of fun because I was actually ragging on the movie while this scene was going, and I did actually laugh during that because like when they had um. No, when they when, when the guy had his own funeral, like he's, yeah. I want to have yeah. my funeral. Let's yeah. yeah, that was yeah. brilliant, actually. That, that was, was pretty funny. That's like, yeah. I thought that was funny, but I think it was dumb that he died at the funeral. I think he should have like died like afterwards, whatever, right? But I thought it was kind of stupid that he died during the funeral. That was the fairy tale part. Yeah, I, thought, I guess. I thought, I yeah, like, of course it. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was you know for 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 just mindless fun that i got for free with my amazon subscription it mm-hmm. was 
it was great. Like it was, it was really fun when, and it was funny that they made fun of sequels and that they're never yeah. as good. And like yeah. all of that was, you know, like they, they knew what they were doing. They, mm-hmm. they knew what they were giving to people. And, you know, it's kind of hard to knock on something like that. It was, <clears throat> it was fun. It was fun. I had, did you have this thought that I had? I'm seeing Arsenio Hall trading funny lines with Tracy McGrady and Leslie, Tracy McGrady. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is Morgan? Where the blood clot is that? He's, He's a, a basketball player. player. Oh, is he? <laughs> okay. He's Vince Carter's cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. Just, I'm seeing Arsenio Hall trading funny lines with Tracy Morgan. I almost mm-hmm. called him Tracy Jordan. Uh, Tracy Morgan and Leslie Jones. And I'm thinking, like, Arsenio must have been the one who talked Eddie into making this movie because. Like this is this has just revived his career after twenty years. He's just he's just suddenly in the mix with all these relevant people, and well, it's remember, fun. I'm enjoying sh- it. His show was rebooted like a few years ago. Yeah, it was awful. for like for like yeah, a season. Yeah. It was one season, but it's. I'm just saying, it's not like he hasn't been back in the limelight since coming to America. Is what I'm trying to say. I, I think remember he's been trying and failing is what oh, I, was, yeah. uh, I, I well, remember. You can't fail unless he you try. made fun of. I remember Arsenio Hall, Arsenio Hall made fun of Rob Ford, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is how low Toronto sunk because Arsenio Hall on his rebooted talk show is making fun of Rob Ford. Like, in all fairness, <laughs> everyone in the world was making fun of Rob Ford. Yeah. Back then. Oh yeah. Like he was. And making... Look what they got. Look what they got. They got it. They got that karma back, and then some. I don't <laughs> want to get true. into Trump conversations, but you know, hey, they got it um, back twinfold. Eh? Angry. <laughs> Yeah, they did, I guess. So uh-huh. one of my biggest complaints about this film was uh, they had Michael Blackson in this film. And if you guys know who Michael Blackson is, he's he bases an entire career on an African character um, where he, like, swears, like, really, like, funny and whatever, right? He was actually in um, one of the Friday movies. Uh, I can't remember which one. But he was in one of the – not the first one, but he was in one of those. Anyways – this guy makes an entire career on 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 his African um, character, and he was in it for like two minutes. <laughs> and they get there was so much potential to have him yeah. like be like a more dominant character. He's he's the guy that introduced um, Wesley Snipes. I don't know if you remember. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Michael Blackson, uh, right? That oh. guy. I wonder so, how much. I wonder how much of his stuff got left like on the cutting room floor. Or oh, something. probably a lot. Cause they even showed like a couple of his lines in the, uh, cause you know, at the end when they showed, yeah, uh, yeah, that was whatever. Yeah. He, he even popped up in there, but yeah, no, there were a lot of musical numbers in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. like it seemed like it was interrupted every five minutes by a musical number. Uh, the part that I watched anyway. Yeah. Which I think was slightly different than the first one, right? The get off part was fucking hilarious. I was, yeah. that, oh, yeah. that made me laugh. <laughs> I yeah, thought it was yeah. stupid when the prince grabbed the mic and did the rhyme, <laughs> but uh, yeah. when when they when when uh, the the servant guy I don't know his name uh, when because remember in the first movie he's the one that's saying she's your queen yeah. right right, yes. right? Yeah. and then as soon as he started singing get off I was like oh my god this is so fucking good but other than that yeah <laughs> by the way did you guys know that this was actually filmed like all the Zamunda parts were filmed in Rick Ross's house. Um, oh, weird. Yeah. So what? Rick Ross, yeah, Rick Ross uh, was his house. His house was the set for uh, for the Zamunda. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know and Rick I mean, Ross was that rich. Holy shit. <laughs> Rick Ross, yeah. Holy fuck. He's the boss. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's the, the boss. boss. <laughs> right. He's the boss. 
Rick Ross. Okay. And I mean, we don't need to get into the fact that you know Tiana Taylor is one of the most beautiful people in the world. So like, you know, her, which, her which scene, one? She was the oldest. She was. She was, she was the general's daughter. Oh, that okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, my she's god, like, she she's was like a right video hoe, right? Like she pops up in like a whole. <laughs> she's bunch a professional of, like, dancer, yes. Yeah, but she's like a video hoe. Like she pops up in videos. That's what I mean. The, like the opinions of DJ Kevy Evie are not necessarily the opinions of Too Old for This Podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> or or its producers. <laughs> it's definitely okay, not my video. Video hoe yeah, is just. Yeah, he's a professional it's just a, dancer, it's just a term. I'm... It's just a term. I'm not. I'm not dissing. <laughs> Yeah, it's a derogatory fucking yeah. sexist no. jackass but, term. Okay, right. but show the game, the, the game, right. there you go. The game fucking put out a song about fucking video hoes. So come on. Oh. Well, I guess it's <laughs> okay. So it's okay. Yeah, I guess it's fine. Uh, okay. No. All right. Oh, uh, you want to know what I thought? Not really. Is it my turn? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Wait, do we, do, we give, do we give star ratings on this one? Did anybody give that yet? Uh, okay. Uh, All right, Greg. Jerry, you, you I, can't give one. You, you I have, can't. You yeah, have, he, he technically didn't even watch the whole thing. Yeah. Well, you can, you can. can. Okay, rate the first half. It's great. <laughs> so Jerry's out of 10. Uh, it, was a, it was a 7 out of 10 first half. Right. I don't know okay. how the second half went. Right. No, go ahead, Greg. Give give your review. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, as far as uh, because I guess uh, Kev was sort of like telling me, oh, it's just not as good as the first one, but you know, watch it and see what you think or whatever. And I actually went in thinking it wasn't going to be that great. And I actually, like Bill said, I actually enjoyed it because it was more fun. It was just fun. Now, am I going to say it's better than the first one? No, because you know I saw the first one in the theaters with my friends and. Back in the day, it was great. We loved it constantly. But uh, you know, this uh, this this one was good. I thought it was fun. Wesley Snipes, like you said, was was great as usual. Like he's he's so underrated as an actor. He's so much fun. That guy. I mean, uh, he's one of my favorite characters, Nino Brown from you know uh, New Jack City. So I I really like that guy. But he he's got acting chops that he can always do like fun parts and mean parts. And oh yeah, that yeah. Soundtrack of which movie featured. One iced tea would rather be a new Jack Hustler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, um, I did like it. I liked the yeah. I did like some of the the music parts and just made me laugh. And you know, and obviously, uh, you know what's really funny is that I realized that the guy that Kev was just talking about, who sang the first song to the girl, that guy, the the, the butler, the butler guy. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the black guy from. True he's romance. Not, he's not black. Well, he is. that's paint. That's paint. No, he. Uh, I like how you have to point out the black guy from True Romance. No, but listen, he's in True <laughs> Romance. He's the guy that is buddies with Gary Oldman's character, and he goes, "Is it White Boy Day today?" And then he asks the black guy, and black guy goes, "No, it ain't White Boy Day today." That's uh, the same, same guy. guy I didn't it? realize. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I was like, "Oh my god, it's that guy!" But anyway. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I mean, would I watch it again? Yeah, of course I would. It, it's, it was a fun movie. It makes me want to actually watch the original again now, for sure. But yeah, it was a good movie. Too. I'm gonna say it's. Uh, I'm gonna say it was a, a six, not a seven. Six. So you didn't like it? All right, all right. <laughs> no, I liked it. I liked it. If anything over over five is, I like it. I, mean, I don't. I, the way you're bigging it up, I was expecting you to say like a seven or eight. 
I don't know. No, 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 six. Okay. I I like it enough. It's fun. So, I have a question for all you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Were you gonna- no, no. I was gonna say I pretty much gave my review about this movie last week because we talked about it. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. But um. But yeah. No. Um. Uh, there was something else I was gonna say, and because you just cut me off, I don't remember. I'm sorry. What I was gonna say. <laughs> well, maybe you can remember it while I ask my question. Yes. Okay. Go. Ahead. Uh. Like like me. Did everyone when when they announced on Vogue and you're like holy shit on Vogue? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you did you immediately look and see if, Don if was Beyonce there? was there? No, Beyonce wasn't in <laughs> on Vogue. No, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it took me a second to realize that, and I'm wondering if I was the only one. <laughs> no, it was definitely just you. Yeah, that's just you. <laughs> the first thing I did, was... I, I did, I did have to try to remember what songs on Vogue had. Like, yeah. Like what, what was the difference between on Vogue and Destiny's Child? On Vogue were first, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But but um they kind of blended together in my brain a little bit. That's okay. remember they had that that sort of on Vogue had that sort of I don't want to turn this into an on Vogue discussion, but mm. they had that, that rock song that was pretty yes. cool because they're all wearing oh, leather and then yes, uh, Man, I went through a lot of lotion. Yeah, free yeah, like, oh. with cash. It really yeah, doesn't yeah. mean that my credit's bad. Yeah, what was yeah. the chorus? Damn. Free your mind. Free your mind. Free your mind. And the rest will follow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was an awesome song. Yeah, that, that was, was a, that was a bad that whole album actually is yeah, it was good. <clears throat> well, wasn't okay, it so right I'm, after Janet Jackson Black Cat, which kinda was kinda was like the same thing? Yeah. Uh, oh, whatever. Well, uh, yeah, it wasn't that big. But there was like three hot women, not just one. So that, was three times go. better. Actually there was four women in the Yeah, there was originally came four. Oh well maybe I just Dawn left. Don was the hot one that everyone loved. The first Beyonce. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. the original, the the original Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. But yeah, no, the That's point... That's why I'm confused. <laughs> the point I was going to make is uh, um, one of the reasons why I, I wasn't really into this movie is I feel like uh, they spent too much time in Zamunda for a movie called Coming to America. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like they should have spent more time in America. They should have. Uh, mind you, I guess that would have been a bit of a rehash of the first one. But I feel like they should have spent more time looking for the prince because they found him so fast. Like, it's like he literally yeah, walked into yeah. one, like the bo- old barbershop. I'm like, oh, yeah, we know that guy. He works. Uh, he sells tickets in front of Madison Square Gardens. Like, really? Like, New York City is fucking huge, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's, so, that's true. <laughs> right? And I don't I don't know for sure, but I bet you the answer is because of COVID. They decided to do it the way they did it. Because uh, uh, you know it's what? all in one location. You're probably, so you're probably right. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really consider that. But yeah, but you're no, right. But, um, it does it does not feel like they're in America enough for a movie called yeah, Coming for to Coming America. to yeah, America. Yeah. Um, and this is why I was saying last week that uh, they should have put in parentheses like Coming to America, uh, going back to Zamunda or or Life in Zamunda or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they should have put the name Zamunda in the in the title if they're going to spend so much fucking time in Zamunda. Or yeah, coming to Zamunda. Yeah. yeah, coming to Zamunda. Just, like the only thing is, I don't think Zamunda wasn't as big as, like, say, Wakanda, where everyone knows Wakanda um, because of Black Panther. But you say Zamunda to somebody, and they're gonna be like, "What the fuck's that?" You know what that's I mean? true. Until yeah. this movie came out, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, something, something along the lines. Anyways, using Zamunda in the title. I agree with you. A movie where just Eddie and um, Arsenio were walking around and just talking about how everything is different now in America mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. the first movie. Yeah, exactly. could have been could have been a great movie. Could have been too. a better it film. Was- and can I add um, the 
de-aging effect look way better in this than it did in the last episode of the oh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, it blew yeah. me away. Yeah, no, the the aging effect was was great. Um, yeah. The whole scene that they filmed with Leslie and Eddie in like the apartment, yeah, you can tell. Oh, yeah, oh. you can tell that he was like like de-aged. Like he looked like he. But didn't you, know. but like, you know, you in know. Mandalorian, in Mandalorian, it wasn't a straight de-aging. In Mandalorian, that wasn't Mark Hamill. No, I know, uh, I know, but they should have used Mark Hamill. That's the thing. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. They should have used his face, but anyways. Because he did yeah. uh, right? So it's not like he didn't know that was going on. <clears throat> all right. Well, I think that's enough time for coming to America. I think we all kind of like it. We're lukewarm on it. We don't mm-hmm. not like it, right? Sounds yeah. right? Well, yeah, yeah. It, well, was, it was a movie it, we watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you liked it first, check it out. You might find something worthwhile. There. Yeah. yeah. No, there's, uh, there's a lot of fun throwbacks in it. Um, like like yeah. uh, Bill said with the uh, the twins and stuff. Um, of course, Randy Wilson, whatever was fucking that, that was great. <laughs> like I, that was like, he was like my favorite character from the first one. So having him come back and sing at the end was just even just as good. So, well, I like seeing the preacher, was my favorite guy. So the preacher was good too. And also, oh, uh, Baba, <laughs> ba- uh, Baba, which was, uh, Arsenio Hall's oh, character. Arsenio Hall, yeah, yeah, that, that character was, was fucking awesome. I, I really liked, I really liked that character. Yeah. Um, the whole time <laughs> yeah, when he kept like spitting on him, whatever. Like, uh, come on, that was fucking yeah. great. So, but yeah, there was some good par- parts of the film, but overall, yeah, I think I'm sitting there with we'll Greg see, six. We'll see if if Arsenio Hall is going to have the the late stage comeback in Hollywood now that he's great. Uh, now he's going to win a fucking Grammy. Unless unless <laughs> <laughs> unless he does another film with Eddie, I don't see it happening. Chucky A. Chucky A. is going to put out another album. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, uh, I don't think Arsenio is gonna bring back uh, Earth Girls or Easy Part Two, whatever, right? So, uh, uh, well, we'll see, we'll yes. see. Maybe you never know. It's twenty twenty one. Shit is weird. Shit is weird. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. Say it. Boom, All right uh, then. Come, come uh, what do we have left on the docket, Kevin? Uh, we have Wandavision. Are we gonna like discuss the whole show, or are we just gonna talk about the last? Last We're talking episode. about the finale with the oh, we, these guys can talk about whatever they want. Uh, yeah, they no, let's just let's just do a, like a review of like, um, the entire show. Like, um, all right, shall from... we introduce it properly before we? Absolutely, oh, dude. by please, by <laughs> yes. So, um, so yeah, so we're moving on, and we are going to do Wanda Vision. What the hell is going on here? What's the deal with this damn show? How's Vision alive? Why is he black and white? Did they just mutate? Or go rambo? Alright, alright. Now take that out and burn it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Take it outside and bury it. Take it take it in your backyard. <laughs> whose idea? It. Tell me who idea whose idea that was. Um, I think that I think I that think, was Didn't I start singing it first? I don't know. I feel like I started I, singing it, then you took the next level and recorded it. I don't know. I well, don't know, but there I it know. is. Um and it's never go it's never gonna be 
It's never going to be heard again because there will never be a season two of WandaVision. There won't be a season two, though. No. Uh, one and so, done. Um, so we're going to have to make up go. one for uh, for Winter Soldier and uh, and Falcon. No. No, I'm I'm no. Anyway, <laughs> can I say something? Winter about Soldier. The, uh, Winter Soldier. Can I say, <laughs> can I say something go. about the the one division there thing? Yes, for, go ahead. Start off. So. I'll tell you right now. I, think about me. My my iPhone's at full blast. I'm at. I'm on lunch. I got at least three or four people. Listen, like I just it starts playing, and I like what the hell? And then you guys started singing, and I'm laughing my head off and all these people are just looking at me and going what is that i'm like this is fucking brilliant this is brilliant i'm like fucking pointing to my phone because <laughs> i'm like that's exactly what i would have done i'm like but it was really fun anyway i just that's wanted funny. to know that i loved it and, please keep doing this is, and this is why we are brothers <laughs> there you go uh so um you know, I don't know if everybody listened to last week's episode uh, when 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 we talked about the WandaVision finale. I personally, I thought um, it was a good episode of television. I, you know, I thought the love story was really well written. Um, There's a lot of great dialogue, uh, very touching stuff. But I also think they left a lot of plot holes, a lot of stuff that um, is going to have to be explained and written. And it, 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 to me, it felt like there was some sloppy writing at the end, some just too many loose ends. I've seen, I've since seen in interviews, Kev, you and I were debating by the way, uh, why Darcy wasn't in the end. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you were actually pretty much right. It was, uh, because COVID travel restrictions, uh, prevented her from being there when they shot that, that final scene. Uh, she was supposed to be there just, just, just at the end, hanging out with Jimmy, um, uh, when they were going to go get debriefed, and instead of having that that joke about why she's not there, it totally makes sense. Um, like that's why I was saying that. That's why I was defending the show because you're kind of like dogging it. And I'm like, but you don't know what happened like behind the scenes. Like there's yeah, like, they wouldn't just write her. You off, did it, you know. What I mean? But now we do. Yeah, well now we do apparently because you looked it up. But I'm just saying I was like, blaming the writing. Yeah, you were blaming and, the writing, uh, and I was and like, but you just you don't know. Like you don't know, right? So but, but, and they're but, rushing. They got to rush this out, and you know, I mean, just. Things happen. Yeah. yeah. No. Anyway, I was I was mad that the Evan that Evan Peters was nothing. I mm -hmm. thought that was a really fucking poor choice by the creator by Kevin Feige because he would he would have had to approve that choice. Yeah. Um, because like like everybody knows Evan Peters Quicksilver from X Men. That was a hugely popular character. You're not some crazy weirdo if you were sitting there predicting that this was going to be some crossover because like. Everybody would assume that. Well, why the hell else would Evan Peters be there as Quicksilver unless this was some crossover? So I'm angry that it was just some joke and it meant nothing that Evan Peters was Quicksilver here. Um, but that's just the nerdiest fucking thing to be angry about, and I should be ashamed of myself. So, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad you uh, yeah, admitted okay. this. That's, that's, it's, it's weird. You know, it's a coming of age thing. It, I, I, it's it's it, when you do this week after week, right? And then you sit here, and you talk about it, and you're like, "Well, yeah, they did. They said this, so obviously this." And then you follow the next week. Oh, they were lying. That character was lying. Um, and this character was there for no reason, even though we knew you were going to speculate about it. They were just there because we thought it would be fun. And and then I'm and then I'm. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, oh I'm an, I, I, I'm embarrassed. Okay, fine. I'm ashamed. Fine. <laughs> Sounds like you took it personally, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like why, like why do? But I, but like now, okay, here's where I'm at now. Okay, 
Um, today I turned on YouTube. I don't have much time for that lately, but I turned it on for the first time in a while and I saw a video about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. And the title was, oh, I'm so mad. The title was, um, X-Men and Mutants to be introduced in Falcon and Winter Soldier, question mark, question mark. So it's already starting again. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, no, I try. No, I first I left an angry comment and I, I, I didn't even watch it. And I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't want to do that. So like, I'm going to have trouble reviewing every episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I can feel it right now. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm not going to sit and try to make theories when I know that, False information is being put out, and when I'm being dicked with intentionally, so like if I'm making theories, I'm just playing a sucker's game, and it's dumb. And I should stop. That's what I think. Anyway, okay, all right. <laughs> anyway, it was a good episode of television. Otherwise, um, and uh, I should let you guys talk about it because I've said too much. So, uh, <laughs> Kev, why don't you say something okay, uh, well, intelligent? I <laughs> we talked about it last week. You and I both talked about it. So I'm more interested in hearing like. Bill and Greg's kind of like overall view of the show. So I don't know, Bill, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I mean, I, I like the show. I, mm-hmm. I, I, me too. My, 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 my daughters and I had, and this is why we, we couldn't join you last week. It was my fault. But, um, you know, I had this sort of tradition where my, my kids come and stay with me every, every other weekend and, and we watch it together. So mm-hmm. we, we order sushi and we watch WandaVision and, and you know, they, we it was a family it was a show that we all loved and we all loved the the sort of guessing what you know era was going to happen and when they did that sort of modern family officey type um it was like the second to last episode or something mm-hmm. we all lost our shit because the show that we also watch all the time together is the office and and, and you know like so I thought it was fun I thought it was it was really cool that they tried something new I know a, a lot of my friends hated it and refused to watch it but I also feel like some folks just can't handle stuff that's not just completely straightforward. I thought the Evan Peter stuff was funny. Um, mm-hmm. I liked it. I wasn't reading too far into it, um, but you know, mostly because I just come on. You guys fucking love the Mandalorian, and all that thing was was fucking twenty fucking episodes of them saying, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we showed the fucking fanboys this guy this week?" So I mean, <laughs> what's the fucking difference, like? You know, like because that, it wasn't because it wasn't the real thing. It was it was. Wouldn't it be cool if we showed you this? She was trapped in a fucking TV show. Who cares? But like, they did it. But they didn't actually show us that. They were just like tickling our dick with a feather. They, I I just feel like if you do something, if you do something, you do it all the way. You don't just like go. Hey, maybe no. Sorry, you don't uh, do that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's fun. I think it's fun because they never once said he was, you know. Fucking! I know. They never once said he was that. They, they, but know, everything was an Easter egg in this show. Like everything had two meanings. Everything yeah. in this. Show. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, it's it's part of the fun, right? I mean, mm-hmm. why can't if they're fucking with how TV shows are made? Why can't they fuck with how they fuck with people too? Like you know, like sure, it, it's kind of fun. The whole thing is just a big fucking mind fuck. Even yeah. the things that, that you thought were going to be obvious were just like, oh my god! Like, I, look, I, I, out of the four people that was watching that episode, I was the only person that jumped out of my seat when he showed up at the door, mm-hmm. um, because my kids, you know, they, they never watched those movies, or they they had. Oh, seen, I see. They, yeah, yeah. But they didn't really yeah. know. My my girlfriend was watching, and she's like, "Oh, who's this fucking guy?" But you know, it was <laughs> but it was funny, you know. Like, so yeah, I mean, you know, it, yeah, it would have been cool had they done the multiverse thing, and I mean. We know multiverses are coming. We know that they're doing something. Something cool is happening with Spider-Man. We know that fucking, you know, 
the next Doctor Strange movie is called The Multiverse of Madness. So yeah. it is annoying that they, that they didn't do that because, I mean, how easy is it for them now that they have multiverses to just retcon all of the previous X-Men movies, right? Like they right. can just recast everything because now it's a clean slate. It's That's the other universe. So, yeah, right, it's, right, right, right. I, I can see where you, why you'd be pissed off, Jerry, but it didn't it didn't piss me off that, that, that they did. Yeah. I was yeah. yeah. just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. He's the next door neighbor. Sure, whatever. Um, because, because but overall, overall, psychologically balanced. Yeah, you know, I, I just, just don't <laughs> give a shit, you know. Uh, but you know, um, I liked it. You know, I, I thought it was a fun show. I liked what they did. You know, I, I'm. I don't think there's any way they could do a season two, obviously, because yeah. the whole gimmick was the the trapped inside a TV show. I mean. Mm-hmm. They could maybe do another Wanda show, like a Scarlet Witch series, which I'd be a hundred percent down with. Yeah, um, I, think, I think for sure will happen. For, I think. So. Yeah, so or that would a be movie cool. or a movie. Maybe she graduates to like films. Uh, from, yeah, from the sex of this, maybe. I think we're just going to see her play heavily into the Doctor Strange movie. I think she's just going to be in that. Um, yeah, she's supposed to be an antagonist in that movie. So yeah. Not, yeah, not necessarily the villain, but. Uh, trouble for Doctor Strange in that movie. I could see that. Uh, I could see her fucking with things. And then we still have that other fucking new Vision, you know, Vision 3.0 flying around out there. Yeah, yes. yeah. We don't know what happened to him. That's right. Well, he's got all the memories, right? So he is yeah, yeah. his Vision now. Like he, he he's, is. It's yeah. his body. It's his memories. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, it, it's Vision. Like it, yeah. it's just like you know. It's like when you get a new iPhone, it's still your iPhone, but right? Like it, it, ha- it happens. In <laughs> that's a good analogy. I like it. I, I, you you know download all your old uh, your old uh, exactly. memories and whatnot from your old phone yeah. and put them on your yeah. new phone. It's so, it's so it, it, it would be phone. more accurate. That you're, this in this case, all you did was break your iPhone, then paint it white. It's the same iPhone. Yeah, same exactly. No, well, he used to have a black iPhone, and he upgraded to a white one. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, like so. I mean, it, but we, you know, so now we have Vision back in, in the universe, right? Like he might not have. He will be different. He. If, if it's based on the comics, and probably is, uh, White Vision. Uh, this happens in the comics. Almost, uh, almost all this happens in the comics. White Vision, because he doesn't have. Well, there's no Mind Stone in the comics with Vision, yeah. but uh, because he, he's missing a certain part of himself, he has all of his memories, but he doesn't have his feelings anymore. He doesn't. He doesn't have human emotions anymore. So he'll just be a total cold robot with all of his memories, but he, he won't be able to love Wanda anymore. He, because he doesn't have that capacity Mm -hmm. anymore. So it'll be this tragic thing for Wanda that vision is back to life, but she can't be with him. And yes, the vision character is back to life. And he's a, he's a much different character now because he's just a, a non feeling computer kind of character. Um, but, but more powerful kind of, because he doesn't have the same, like, Feelings that hold him back from using his powers. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I thought it was a fun show. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I liked the the different. You know, the, the cast was awesome. Mm. Uh, Catherine Hahn was. You know, she was fantastic. She just agreed. She yeah. ate up every scene she was in. Um, oh, you talking about uh, Agnes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they, yeah. they were like, it was just great. Like it was just. It was and funny. I thought- the Darcy character really came into her own in this. Yeah, yeah, became, became a real thing. Yeah, I hated her in the Thor movies. I, I really. Oh, did. really? I laughed my ass off when she hit the screen. Well, that's the problem. I, and, and you know, I don't want to sidetrack us here, but I, you know, I was talking on Facebook over the weekend about how I, I personally think the Winter Soldier is the best of the Marvel movies, and there's always no, someone that has to bring up Ragnarok. A lot of people do. 
Yeah, yeah. And always, someone always brings up Ragnarok. Is no, no, it's got to be Ragnarok. It's like Ragnarok was, might have been the most entertaining, but I think it's also one of the most disposable movies in the universe. Mm. You know, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was some plot stuff that happened, sure, with with Asgard, but whatever. I mean, this is a whole other conversation. Uh, maybe the next it's, round table. Will be I, us I, 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 I kind, I kind of know what you mean. Uh, yeah. It's it's kind of got like a silliness to it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I, I, when I rewatched it a few weeks ago, I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed rewatching it. Oh, it's, it's it. a like, fantastic movie. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want, like, it's definitely one of my favorites, but I don't think I it's think the Winter best Soldier Marvel most, movie. I think, I think Winter Soldier is most people's favorite MCU. I, I yeah. hear that a lot anyway. I don't know. Sometime, maybe not on this episode, Jared, but I would like to get your, your thoughts on, on why you hated Civil War so much. Unless there's already an episode about that that I can... Civil War, I, it's... It's a bunch of it's Civil War uh, cosplayers in a parking lot. <laughs> it's it's, it's not point. it's not even a movie to me. And the, the, like when you're when you're trying to follow the the way the plot functions, like the way the the conflict between the Avengers happens, it's like it just feels like they are trying so hard to write making a conflict between the Avengers happen, and it's so stupid, but they're just ignoring it that it's stupid so many times, <laughs> especially especially um, the Black Widow parts. Like, her character in that movie just fucking makes no sense. She, just, she switches sides and just, and, and just does <laughs> stuff that makes no fucking sense over wow. and over again. And I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I just, I, whenever I'm watching, like, I enjoy the Spider-Man parts fine, you know. I, I, I enjoy the Iron Man, Spider-Man, you know, given. I enjoy yeah. Spider-Man's interactions with everybody. And I enjoy uh, the Spider-Man, Ant-Man action stuff, too. Yeah. But, but, like, that's what I'm talking about there is, like, ten minutes of the whole movie. And, the, and if I look at this whole fucking movie, I'm just like, there's so many times when I'm like, what the fuck are you, like, no. Does anybody and, else want to, like, deep fake this movie and, and like, <laughs> just sneak it into Jer's collection one day and just edit Evan Peters into it just to really fuck with Jer. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm on I, the I opposite spectrum of Jer because I absolutely sorry. love Civil War. It's my, I don't, it's probably my favorite. favorite uh, my I, I rewatched it today. I, yeah. I, I, I liked it as well. Like I, 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 I get what you're I saying. Like, I, yeah. hate it. I don't, I think I'm exaggerating. I don't think I hate it, but yeah. um, I rate it low on the MCU scale Anyway, but and not I like I, not like dark world. I, I have like, you know what I I have extra animus towards it because it came out around the same time as BVS and BVS was so universally hated and mm -hmm. there are reasons there are reasons to slam BVS for sure but there's also some great shit in that movie and mm. and I I just felt like Civil War was kind of the same thing like it was like there's some. There's some great shit in Civil War, sure, but there's a, there's a lot of reasons to fucking slam that movie, and nobody does ever, ever, and so so I kind of take that side. That, that's just and my it's reason. Funny that you say that because I feel like Civil War did what BVS couldn't. It tried. Uh, right? BVS tried. I don't yeah, know. That's the way I felt about it, and and yeah. uh, after after watching Civil War, that was my first reaction was this this is what. Batman v Superman should have been when, and it wasn't. And that's probably one of the reasons why I love civil war so much. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but every time MCU starts taking me down the path of, um, cap and his best friend, Bucky, I just, I, my brain switches off. I just, I can't give a Fair shit enough. about cap 
Cap and his best. There's just something about that relationship that I just don't give a shit. I like. I really don't give a shit about these characters. Like Winter Soldier, I don't care about that character. Fair at enough. Because they, well, they didn't do much to flesh out. I mean, they 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 basically said, in you know, in in the first Avenger, they both basically said. They're best friends, and that was it. It was they didn't they didn't really show yeah, like a the, lot of and him the, and, and, and the Howling Commandos really, and stuff. They didn't really exactly. Didn't, exactly. There was no there's no how did they form the Howling Commandos? Just all of a sudden he had them. Exactly. So, I mean, and but then, let's not and, let's not blame Civil War on the on the shoddy filmmaking, the shoddy expose from First Avenger, though. Right. But like, that's what I want to say is everything that comes after that, like really relies on this yeah. relationship being important to us, right? And yeah, I'm just I'm like not invested. I spend so much time going like ah, like like really the Falcon and Winter Soldier parts of the of the Avengers movies are the parts where I would decide to go to the bathroom if I had to, for sure. Like oh, wow. see, I, I thought the, those two. I thought those two together, like, you know, not like remove Cap from that because Cap is arguably one of the more boring characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but in, great in a fight for some reason. Like, I, yeah. like, yeah, his character's boring, but I love it when he's in a fight scene. I, yeah, because do. he does, he does cool, cool shield stuff, you know? Um, but like the Falcon and Winter Soldier, like Mackie and, and Sebastian, they have great chemistry. Like when they're, yeah. they're I hate you and the, can you move your seat forward, please? Like, like all that yeah. stuff is fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Like. So. Maybe I'll be a fan after the series. We'll see. I'm going to watch the series. I'm going to give it a chance. Okay. Uh, Greg. Yeah. I, uh, I thought the, the TV show thing at the front, uh, like the first three episodes were more TV oriented, obviously before I got to the, like, the behind the scenes of what we were seeing. Um, a lot of people I was getting at were like, Oh, come on. It's not moving fast enough. I want to see all the stuff we're supposed to see. Like we see it near the end and all that. And I was just like, to me, I'm I'm a fan of all those kind of TV show things. So I was loving every minute of it, how the how it was filmed and what they were showing, how the little the comedy aspect of it. And then obviously once it they were getting into like how this is like being warped and being trapped in the television show, I was I was I thought it was really really good, and I couldn't wait to see how things unfolded. But I would say uh, overall that. Um, it got him when it got emotional. I was getting all teary eyed, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is!" And the writing was great, and all that stuff. And I really liked how it came down to uh, how uh, Agatha—that's her name, right? Agatha. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked how she was behind it all, and it started freaking me out when they were down in her little dungeon thing. And uh, but obviously, when the song comes on that says uh, Agatha, uh, Agatha was. It's been all along, along yeah. right? Did you know that's number one on iTunes? Is it? That's funny. Number one, she made number one, and I was like, "This is fucking crazy!" Like, oh, it's a great song. Uh, overall, yeah, it is. It's it makes me think about the hook all the time. So I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm I'm sold on it. This is great. It's so much fun. I'm uh, I'm excited to see what the multi use uh, multi uh, what is it called multi into the multiverse into the, multi- the multiverse of the multiverse of madness. Yeah, I keep calling it into the multiverse. Multiverse of madness. Yeah, so. My guess is uh, that's going to really screw us up with the different worlds and all that kind of stuff, and uh, we're going to get either lost or whatever in it. But I'm 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 all game. I, I can't wait. But uh, overall, the the series was great. Like I thought it was great the way it was filmed, the way everything they were doing. Oh, I was I was all about it for sure. I would give that series for sure to me. Uh, that's a that's an eight out of ten for sure. Yeah, I, I would mm-hmm. I would go with that, and I agree that the, like you know. I like the fact that they took their, their sweet time showing us what was going to happen. Yeah, right. Like no, the, the I first agree. two were the first two episodes were just straight up sitcoms. 
Mm-hmm. Then the third one at the end was just that whole like what the fuck moment where she flew through you know and all of a sudden there was it was a marvel like it, yeah. it, it literally went like widescreen and like it was just yeah cool. yeah yeah have you have you guys watched that um it just came out this week that that um it's called like a assemble or something like that. it's on the Disney Network it's it's like I haven't seen it yet I know what you're talking about I started uh, watching I, I watched of. yeah it's it's I didn't realize they used like actually like a live studio audience for the first couple of episodes like they I went, did hear that yes. They went old really? school. Like oh, they even yeah. brought in like wooden chairs because they wanted folks to feel like they were sitting in a studio back in the fifties. Yeah. Like it's they had Dick Van Dyke come on set yeah, and Dick Van Dyke how, was... how to make it realistic. Mm-hmm. Really? That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that. That's yeah. They, they they went all out on that and yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool seeing them you know in front of a live studio audience and doing their thing and mm-hmm. you know. So, I agree. Yeah. All of that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I unfortunately I was on the side of people who thought. This was a show that should have been bingeable rather than rather than spread out over eight weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like at the end of it, I felt like okay, like this this whole story that we just watched for these last two months took place in one week, and in, in the actual story itself, and mm-hmm. it just it kind of just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right to me. The I just it just felt like after the third week, I'm just like okay, we should have just been able to just get this whole thing as a as a long movie or as maybe a two part, <laughs> maybe a two part. Uh, like movie, right? But you but, know what that means to um, me, Jira, though? That means that you want to binge because you can't take it. That's what that tells me. Yeah, but... but <laughs> you can't take the waiting. That's a, that's a problem, Jira. I, I, I'm usually okay with that kind of thing. I usually really? enjoy okay. that kind of thing. All but right, I, just, right. I just felt like this particular story lended itself to a different uh, uh, format of being told. But that's so, just yeah. me. That's just I, 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 I get that. I get that. I definitely I had no it. problem. I still liked it. I thought I still thought it was good. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I had no problem with the uh, with the weekly format. Uh, I personally, I'm not a fan of binging. Uh, I like like even when I watched Lost last year, um, I watched like maybe two episodes a day. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. three okay, yeah. at most. But I'm not I'm not a yeah. huge binger. I don't want to take it all in at one at one time. I, I like I, I, I'm. I'm fine. See, people forget how to watch TV because remember back That's in the true. fucking 90s, we had to wait week to week to fucking see what happened on Miami Vice or fucking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I see but you know what? That's true, Kev. But yeah. then. When Netflix came out, on, no, that's the problem. On, Netflix on the internet, came out, and they're like, the "Okay, it, it here you go. So watch so all of Stranger Things. Yeah. Here you go. Watch all the of key, this. It was the secret sauce. Yeah, no, I sauce. I get where you're coming yeah. from, but I'm just saying, I think because of that, people forgot how to watch TV. Um, and well, you're also you're also asking some folks who never learned how to watch TV right. that way to watch TV you're, that you're way. Right, like, because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, my I'm sure kids your don't kids, watch TV that way. Yeah, like try try. Forcing the kids to listen to cassette tapes instead of oh, instead of instead of their phones, yeah. like True. that's that's kind of how it feels to me. That's honestly, yeah. wow. But yeah, no, I Dude. was on the I'm on the same boat as uh, Greg. <laughs> that um, people were like slamming the first three episodes, like oh, it's boring, blah blah blah. And again, it's it's not a it's not a Marvel movie. It's not all action right. in your face as soon as it starts. It's not fucking infinity war it's a fucking tv show it's it's telling us a story it's building up to a story so um Mm -hmm. yeah i have no i had no problem i i enjoyed this entire series from from episode one up to episode nine i thought it was great uh i i had no problem with uh with evan peters not being quicksilver um that didn't bother me 
Um, it was kind of stupid that he was just some actor, but other than that, I, I had no problem with him not being Quicksilver. It is what it is. Uh, I feel like that was just kind of Marvel throwing in the monkey wrench to to screw up the the people who had yeah. podcasts like this and exactly. <laughs> rock stars to talk, yeah. right, and to get to get to get people talking. And I don't see a That's problem why with I that. Yeah, no, I, I I don't have a problem with it. Um, but yeah, no, I I think we're gonna get a better payoff when it, when by the time um, the into the multiverse of madness comes out. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think that's gonna shut the fans up. <laughs> Personally, um, the people who are bitching about this show, this is that's, that's gonna like, be the that's like that's like uh, at least a year away from maybe two years away. Uh, next like, year, uh, next year, yeah. It was supposed to be twenty, yeah, but it's probably everything's probably getting punted a year now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, that show, if nothing else, guys, it gave us the Scarlet Witch. Like it actually yeah, gave it us, did. yeah, you're right. for sure. That it gave was us great. her that character, was great. It gave mm-hmm. her a, a costume. Mm-hmm. Finally, it gave yes. her like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it was it was it served the cool. point. It definitely served the point. So and seeing seeing yeah. her like her origin, like showing the two of them in like the, you know, trapped with the bomb, like the, the fact that it called back to Ultron, and like mm-hmm. it was, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff and great stuff, yeah. sure. Yeah. It treated the character right. It yeah, gave yeah. us a long form origin story for for the Scarlet Witch, and yeah. now like her character will have like the huge resonance in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that it, that if you're a reader of the comic and you're a fan of that character, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I do. I do think that they should have put in like Doctor Strange or someone. Uh, they should have brought in someone uh, just to just be like, "This is where we're going with it." Um, yeah, that's that. That was that's literally my only complaint about this show. Otherwise, I thought it was great and I loved it. So, did you guys uh, do any research saying that uh, uh, some other sites that are guys or YouTube guys that I watch say that we're uh, Mephisto was going to come into this? Yeah, yep, everybody. Everyone was theorizing the, that the rabbit was being, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I thought that. People are saying they're probably not going to do a Mephisto character because Mephisto is too close to the devil, mm-hmm. and they can't release anything in China because China has strict censorship laws. Uh, nothing demonic, nothing about ghosts is allowed. So, um, like Marvel will not put this kind of stuff in their movies, um, oh, okay. except except very vaguely in a way that can be like. You know, misconstrued. That's why. That's why Agatha's uh, backstory was not uh, was not like the same as it was in the comics. Like, that's she right, wasn't like yeah. she wasn't like a real witch on a in a Salem witch trial. She was right. like some. It was like some Harry Potter version of witches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. So it's the same thing with Mephisto. You're probably not going to see that character um, in Doctor Strange. They kind of get away with it by using weird gods. And yes. Yes. And so, so what's probably going to happen here is um, same thing as the comics. Uh, Wanda uses chaos magic. The god of chaos magic is this Chathon guy. So every Doctor Strange movie, the big villain is going to be a weird god. So the first one it was Dormammu, uh, and the second one it's probably going to be Chathon, the god of chaos magic, who Wanda probably accidentally releases. With whatever she's doing with the book at the end, oh, of the Dark Lord book or whatever, the Dark Bolt, the Dark Bolt, yeah. yeah. So l- likely that's what we're going to see in um, the Doctor Strange movie, Multiverse of Madness, uh, and probably not Mephisto. Even though a lot of people thought it was going to be Mephisto because the comics that WandaVision were, was based on 
that was what happened. Mephisto was the villain. The children were two pieces of Mephisto's soul, and That's he was right. playing a he was playing a cruel trick on Wanda, and also using her to become real to travel across. Come into the physical plane by right. having pieces of his soul born through her. Anyway, yeah, I see your point though, Jer, about that with the devil thing because yeah, Disney won't not going to stand for that shit. So, well, China won't stand for it. Disney oh, it's World, China, yeah. Disney sorry. World is good with most stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean they've got uh, the yeah. haunted mansion for Christ's sakes. Like, yeah. <laughs> the what? And, and, the haunted mansion at Disney, like it's oh, all yeah, about the yeah, ghosts. That's like, right. yeah. that's right. Yeah, so, and, they've, and and they've got arm, armies of stormtroopers marching around with blasters in form in military formation. Like it's it's like there's a lot of questionable stuff going on in Disney World, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah okay. that as it may. Um, whoo, uh, anybody, any, anybody, yeah. anybody have any thoughts on WandaVision before we wrap up the WandaVision conversation? You know what's going on right now? Mm-hmm. Steve, Steve Dunk, uh, uh, is texting me. He got a, he got, he got access to a screener version of, of the Snyder cut. He just, he just watched the Snyder cut. Oh, uh, he watched uh, it. Oh, and he's so dying to spoil it. He's so dying to talk to me about it right now, and to tell me everything about it. Like he's like he's busting because he loves this as, as much as I do. And and I'm and I'm not I'm not having it. I'm not letting him. Uh, I'm shutting him down. But but um, he's losing his mind over the Snyder Cut right now. And like that's what I'm excited about. Like I that's like a week I'm, away too, right? It like, is. It's coming. It's coming the day before Falcon and Winter Soldier. Is it uh, is it all at once or is it like a week? All at once, one shot. Uh, Oh, four, four hours, hours. four hours. Yep, uh, it's it's actually in six parts. It was originally supposed to be subdivided, but uh, some decision was made uh, in in the middle of production, uh, in the middle of making it that oh, cool. uh, they they're going to release it all at once. So yeah, we're getting it all. I think on Thursday, whatever the eighteenth is. Yeah. Um, and so next week, I'm going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, it's four hours of Justice League. Um, and there's a lot, lot, a lot of stuff in there that was not in the Joss Whedon version of Justice League that everybody's already seen. It's it's really a much different movie. It's it's at least two hours of a different movie um, than than that one was. Um, yeah, so yeah. Lot, lot, lots to talk I, about that. I'm excited. I, I'm I'm more interested in the stuff that isn't in there, like the stuff like the the the, the Whedon stuff they they stripped out. Right. You'll get to compare that afterwards. There will be YouTube comparisons oh, yeah. side by side, right? Of like, I can't wait for what that. Is, like, what yeah. is all the Whedon footage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like shit, like oh, so that's what those scenes in the desert meant, and like like just yes. shit that's going to like make more way more sense when it's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so looking forward to having all the gaps filled in uh, uh, of the continuity of yeah. Zack's story there, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that um, you know I'm hoping that it's popular enough that it leads to uh, another Henry Cavill Superman movie, uh, yeah, or or anything mm-hmm. anything from Zack Snyder in the DC universe going forward that he could do. I would I would I would hope would happen, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. One more hill. I I, I am. I am somewhat comfortable dying on is that Ben Affleck was awesome. I, I thought he as was Batman. Oh yeah. No, I agree. At, well, as, as fucking as I as loved his Bruce Batman. Wayne. His, yeah. yeah. I, thought he was, I thought he was awesome as Bruce Wayne more than, than Batman. 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 Anybody can do that. You know, it's just, well, I think, I think to tell you the truth, my favorite look of Batman is, is the, uh, Ben Affleck one because he looks yeah. more like the dark Knight. obviously Frank Miller, dark Knight. That's why it's my favorite. Right. 
That's yeah. why I, I like his character. I agree, but I was disappointed in his Bruce Wayne. I didn't think he was old and gnarled enough. I didn't think he was he was broken down and that's because he looks enough. like he looks like our age, dear, and we don't yeah. want to admit that we're the <laughs> we're that but, old. No, but no, but the, I, even in the comics, the, he's based on the Dark Knight Batman, and the Dark Knight Batman walks with a cane. He's an old man. Oh well, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not a middle-aged yeah. man. Um, yeah. So yeah, but, so they they younged him up a little bit, but I still thought it was good seeing. You know, he was I fine. He was good. I didn't think I he was bad. I, I thought he was. I mean, I, I'm. I, 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 I yeah. Maybe once, the, once, once the Batman movie comes out, right, we can right. have a, we can have a conversation about how much I hate that costume design. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. did you? Uh, did we even talk about that? Us four talk about the new Batman movie? We haven't. The last time we talked was April. So we didn't talk about it then. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think there was. Well, anything I, up. I, no, I'm stoked. I'm I'm really stoked about it because it's very film noir type. Yeah type thing and i can't wait for that i mean as far as like the batman suit and stuff i think it looks pretty cool but i think i'm more intrigued by the story than anything yeah yeah i think that that looks great like, i think it's yeah. i think it's gonna be a great movie i just don't like the costume design from what we've seen so far yeah uh, okay i i my vibe is it's gonna be super violent like uh yes, like almost, almost like a like a john John Wick. What's John Wick? John, I like almost like a John Wick. I, I like how Kevin's just violence. like right on the ball, filling yeah. in everybody's whatever they can't remember. Davies, boom, there. Like Havapedia. Uh, yeah, um, I, I I'm looking forward to that too for sure. Um, you know, I think because of what happened with Joker and how successful that R-rated um, telling of the character was. Yeah, I think I think this movie is going to have a lot of license to go super super dark. Um, I think we're going to get a, a a version of the Batman story that's that's really different than we've gotten before. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Sign me up. Kevin, based on, if Joaquin shows up in that one, I'll be fucking stoked. I mean, oh, yeah. supposedly the script is very much based on the movie Seven in a lot of ways. Nice. So, oh, really? We'll, oh, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll see what's up with that. Hey, while we're, while we're talking about the Snyder Cut, um, what's up with the Joker <laughs> in that? <laughs> With, oh, with yeah. like the Heath Ledger look now, like yeah. uh, we're gonna find out in the movie. Actually, they're gonna explain yeah. it. Um, uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a Joker that's like many years later, right? It's like probably decades later the, from the Suicide Squad Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and you know, Joker does all kinds of things to his face in the comics, right? He could have like cut like surgically removed like parts of his face to get rid of his tattoos, even at they might even say that he did that. Um, Interesting. Or, yeah. or he just could have smeared a thick, a thick layer of white, white grease makeup, paint yeah. over, over, over his face, and and that that would make sense for Joker too. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But they, but they're gonna say. I have a feeling that's the route that they're gonna they're gonna take. Is the whole white makeup because his face looked really white in in that in that trailer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think Jared Leto has the ability to be a fantastic Joker, mm-hmm. and I think if, you, mm-hmm. if, he, if he's if he's got a good script, I think you could it could be a great thing. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do there. I actually yeah, yeah. didn't mind his uh, his take of Joker in Suicide Squad. I yeah. didn't like the look. I just I, yeah, you know, I, I, I thought I thought the costume design was stupid, but yeah, you know, he was, was yeah he, he was, was great. Um, I wasn't too I wasn't too turned off by the look. Um, I liked the whole smile on his on his hand and when he held it in front of his face like i thought that was kind of cool um but yeah no i i get what you're saying with like uh, he looked like he wanted me to listen to his fucking mixtape on soundcloud <laughs> man like <laughs> 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 yeah he did 
You know, I've seen that band live. I saw 30 Seconds to Mars live, and they're really good. I was really impressed. (laughs) Swear to God, I was. I saw Jared Leto from 10 feet away from me. He ran around the friggin' uh, open part of, um, what is it, the... Uh, Budweiser Center thing is that what it's called now? Yeah, the, yeah, it's, yeah. It's always going to be the Molson Amphitheater. <laughs> yeah, Molson Amphitheater. So I see. I, I, I was like, oh wow, that guy's like fucking. I can spit on him if I wanted to. That's how close I was. Oh, I'm like, wow, he's actually pretty thin for a dude. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> it was I have a way more visceral reaction to someone saying they could spit on someone now than I did a year ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, distant wise, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the Batman movie though. Just because I yeah. know it was going to be badass. I think. I'm sure it'll be fun. <clears throat> yeah, I especially like uh, the duct tape beginning. Like, I like how the the roughness sounds of like it just sounds so odd and wrong. That's what I was like. Yeah, that's 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 creepy. <laughs> like seven, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like in a different kind of way of seven, though. Seven's just all raining all the time. Where this was just like dark, just dark in general. <clears throat> and Colin anyway, Farrell. Yeah. It looks fucking oh yes totally i agree kevin even, so yeah can't even you don't even recognize that that's right you don't even realize it's him I'm like <clears> oh <throat> my god yeah which I think yeah i didn't cool. recognize him and i didn't realize it was you know it was it was cobblepot like i, I had no mm-hmm. idea like right. that they were, right. they were I, I knew that he was in it playing the penguin but i didn't recognize him when they showed him so i yeah, yeah i didn't put it all together yeah. me too i thought Hey, that's not Colin Farrell. Like, why? Why isn't that Colin Farrell? <laughs> it, but it was. No. It was. If it's not Danny DeVito, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, ah. <laughs> that was great casting, Danny DeVito. That was good. That yeah, was pretty... perfect. Mm-hmm. Are uh, we too. good? Um, it's uh, we're. I I think. Did we talk about everything? I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, we've we've covered everything in our list. We have not talked about uh, the formation of our film production company yet. Mm. too old for these films <laughs> um you know i got some ideas guys for what what our first movie is going to be I, I don't know if you want to i don't know if you guys want to go down the road of fan films but um i know billy gregory's been getting in shape for the last year and i Ooh. bet i bet if we put a jason mask on him he would make <laughs> a really convincing jason Voorhees. <laughs> the only problem is that the glasses on the outside of the mask <laughs> <laughs> nice That'd be so wicked. Then it's a cross between Jason and the Hanson brothers. (laughs) If if it comes to doing a fan film, I think think, uh, I'd be more down to do a Star Wars-esque fan film before before, uh, Friday the 13th, personally. Because there's uh, there's a series on YouTube called uh, Never Hike Alone. And they're just dominating the Friday the 13th fan film film. Oh really? I didn't. Yeah, well, well, I've talked that, about it on the like show. Been challenged. Oh, there you go. Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, if you, they actually have actors from the original movies too. Are you what? Oh. A, are you are you picturing Bill in a Jason mask though? I, 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 I totally <laughs> did. I totally did. Is it is it just a Jason mask? Because I'm not sure oh, I want to whip out my machete like in front of everybody. You know, like it's <laughs> switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so here's here's my idea for the plot of our Friday Thirteenth movie. I just had it. Okay. So, <laughs> An asthmatic Jason that can't fucking walk. Is it called okay. Thursday the Twelfth? So, <laughs> so Camp Crystal Lake has been shut down. Nobody's ever allowed to have uh, a camp there anymore because every time they put kids there, Jason show up, shows up and murders them. Right. So somebody opens like 
a vacation resort for for like adults, like middle aged people, like people our age. What about so, a music festival for really rich kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. But like, no, like the woods are full of like middle aged people like us, like in their cars making out and having sex and Jason keeps showing up and not wanting to kill them because they're gross. <laughs> <laughs> so in all in all honestly and, and seriousness, um about a year ago wants to kill young people. <laughs> about a year ago I actually started writing a Friday the thirteenth fan film um what? for shits and giggles. But uh I, I didn't get too far into it but I did come up with an idea. But anyways that's uh, I did actually did start anyway, writing one. Anyway, okay, we'll take this product. We'll take this production meeting offline. Yeah, and uh, we'll announce what what what's going on with Tool for these films once we have yeah. once we have our ducks in a row. Uh, I, I I'm personally on board for the G Money led uh, fan fan version of the Warriors. Um, there you go. Oh yeah, be awesome. <laughs> are Are you and I still going to be the baseball furies as we once planned once back in the day? Oh my God! Whatever, whatever you want, dude. I'm down. <laughs> I don't know, Bill. Do you remember that when uh, when you're like, "Hey, we should start a rap group called the Bill, uh, the oh, yeah. the Baseball Furies. Furies," and I'm like, "Dude, wow. I'm in." <laughs> yep. But we never did. I love you, Rick. <laughs> it's it game on. So right. um, one of the things that uh, Jerry and I started doing is uh, whenever we watch something, um, we'll we'll uh, either recommend or. or or basically recommend you not to watch it. Um, Jer, is there anything that you've watched recently that you want to recommend? Uh, you know what? I have carried on with Superman and Lois, yeah, okay. uh, which is now which is now on episode four. Um, after the premiere, you know, I said I thought it made a, it had a great start. I was really surprised by it, mm-hmm. uh, but I thought no, it's going to go to shit after after this. Um, uh, so far, so good. So okay. far, so good. Uh, Superman and Lois is still a really good Superman show, and I'm gonna keep watching it. I think I, um, I think I think it. I, I think I'm a fan of the show now. I okay. think I am. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's 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 give it a try. Like watch the first watch the first one and you, tell me if you do, if you're not impressed. I'm I was like, well, I can't believe it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Did uh, what, was one of his villains um, Solomon Grundy? Uh, not yet. I don't think. Oh, that was. I'm like, just let, just tell me if that guy shows up, then I'll watch it. <laughs> Can anybody else not hear Solomon Grundy with that? Solomon Grundy <laughs> <laughs> from the Super Friends. Oh, I love that character. I just all I hear is that fucking crash test dummies guy That's saying exactly Solomon. What I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Superman never made any money. <laughs> Saving the world from <laughs> Solomon <laughs> Grundy. <laughs> wow. Oh, God, that that's all I hear is that that band had a career. That band right? had a career. I heard they I heard they're up for best metal album next year. I almost felt like that band that band androgynous. It just felt like they were being played at the wrong speed like, <laughs> like somebody just dumped somebody it at the wrong it speed like, just go with it man just like the first time I heard Thunderstruck by ACDC I thought someone was playing at the wrong speed that's funny yeah, really? yeah it's, I was like there's no way why is it so fast why does his voice sound like that like they gotta be playing at like 45 or something like oh, okay. 
<laughs> I feel like he's like he's like playing a character from a movie or something. He's not like singing in a, in a human voice. He's like singing in like some like monster voice. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I dispel the world world of all three like like you gotta you gotta try hard to sound like that you don't just sound like maybe maybe he does maybe that's just the way he talks anyway why are we talking about crash test dummies (laughs) so anyone anyone else have anything they've watched recently that they anybody watch anything i've been watching a bunch of like older stuff that's been out for a while like i feel like i'm i've been catching up a lot over the last year like I, i i plowed through I finally watched The Wire. Uh, I plowed through. Nice. Um, oh fuck! What was it? Uh, the Leftovers. Uh, the, probably the more, more most recent thing I watched was The Wilds. That show about all the teenagers that got less like Lord of the Fly shit, like mm. on Amazon Prime. That was pretty cool with the uh, girls, right? Yeah, but yeah, there's a big was, twist. I was thinking about watching it, but it never happened. Okay, now that you've told me you watched all those old shows, you have no excuse not to watch Raised by Wolves next. Oh yeah, I keep hearing about that. Raised by wolves, Bill. Raised by wolves. I'm actually, I'm actually looking for stuff. I, I, I'm, I, I need fantastic like a big science show fiction. My in kids and I. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, my, my kids and I just finished um, all of the Flash. Like we're completely caught up. Like even to yeah. the like, the new episodes in season seven. Um, which I mean, at one point we were like, Jesus, there's a hundred and something episodes, and then yeah, all of a sudden. You know, it gets hard when it does all the multiverse and the, well, not the but with the like the the the, the crossover episodes because we don't want to yeah. jump in and watch fucking Green Arrow and all that shit. But um, yeah, so I I, I I need a new show. Um, I got the girls hooked on Black Lightning last night, which I was really happy about because that show's just fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Well, then you guys then you guys would probably really love the new Superman and Lois show. It's, yeah, yeah, I, I I forgot about that. I heard somebody else say it was like it, it felt like it was a more mature version of like a C like it doesn't feel like the other CW show. Okay. No, for some reason, I I don't know if they're actually going to explain it or not, but it feels like they're and it's, it's not the same Superman from the Supergirl show. It feels like they're, they're, they're acting like this is a different timeline that are a different universe than that show. And they, I don't know if they're going to explain it or if they just got so much criticism about like like Superman fans were mad at the Supergirl show and that character, that Superman character, because they kind of felt like he was treated like a jobber. Like they, like right. they reduced, they reduced Superman to like Supergirl's backup sidekick in that show. And um, so maybe for it's, it's for that reason, or maybe there's some multiverse thing happening that we don't know about yet, but um, yeah, they treat it like it's such a different, it's not that Superman. It's, it's so different, dude. It feels like an HBO show. When you're watching it, it doesn't feel like a CW show. That's cool. Until, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out for sure. I mean, good, good, good. Um, and Race by Wolves, get on it. I will. Okay, you have your assignment. <laughs> you have your assignment. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now so, Shelly cool. got Bill. <laughs> Greg, uh, it's been a while. Been a while since that happened. Have you Have you watched anything that you want to recommend or um, or unrecommend? <laughs> I, uh, no, I mean, to tell you the truth, I just, you know, watching my Blu-rays that I buy and, uh, it's always usually older movies and anything new. I, I don't know. It's been a while, I guess I watched the last thing I watched was this mafia movie from the seventies called, uh, the dawn is dead. And it's about obviously, uh, mafia in New York and it's very grimy and I love all that kind of stuff. So, uh, it's, it's old school. I mean, 
that was the last thing I liked a lot. And uh, I'm just looking for another Blu-rays coming in. I got some like Jackie Chan movies coming in. I got the Bruce Lee box set from Criterion, which I have to watch. And just looking forward to watching all that stuff soon. So I'll get back to you on you. All this cra- crazy shit that I have, like stacks of Blu-rays that I need to watch. Mm. <clears throat> so um, recently, I, I came across this um, this horror movie. Uh, it's on. It's actually on Shutter, and the premise of this movie was just so ridiculous that I had to watch it. And it's literally about a pair of jeans that kill people, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really? called and it's called Slacks with two X's. And it is so fucking ridiculous that I absolutely had to watch it. And the movie did not disappoint. It was so bad. So it's a Canadian film. (laughs) Okay. And it's literally about this, uh, like I said, so it's about this like company. It's like a gap type company. And they have this new line of jeans that are coming out and everyone's going crazy for them. uh, Because they're supposed to like shape your ass like amazing and all this shit, right? And they're unisex, so men can wear them, too. <laughs> so, anyways, the movie starts off uh, with, like, this woman, um, like, a, actually, I won't say a woman, a little girl. And she's clearly, like, it's clearly supposed to take place in India because she's, like, picking cotton and she's dressed in a sari. So, and and she's clearly young. So, uh, it's showing her pick this cotton and, and then it kind of, like, she walks away and it cuts. And it goes to this, like... Uh, this store and you're kind of like okay what was the point of that and then of course uh, as the genes first kills like two people they flash back to the little girl and where she's walking to and she's basically carrying this 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 thing of cotton to this machine that she dumps the cotton into that i guess it processes it and turns it into like material or whatever and as she's like dumping the stuff in her sorry gets stuck in the claws of this machine and it drags her into the machine and it kills her. So the whole point of the movie is that her soul is possessing this, these genes and, and she's just like the red violin. Oh yeah. I've never seen that. And that's her basically uh, seeking revenge for being a child laborer in India by killing people because now she's like in these jeans and it's just wow. so fucking left field, but it's like, it's a non recommendation because it is really stupid. But if you have an hour and like 20 minutes, cause that's, a, that's how long it is. And you have shutter, just watch it and be, be prepared to, uh, to have your mind just fucking suspended for a while because it is such a stupid movie that, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's mindless entertainment. But anyways, I just wanted to talk about that one. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, well, gentlemen, the mm-hmm. hour grows grows late, and mm-hmm. and we sh- we must we must wrap up soon. Yes. Uh, but this has been a great conversation as always. Uh, I can't believe it's been a year of COVID lockdown now. Well, mm-hmm. Our last time we got together, we were like, well, maybe we should wait until COVID so we can get back together at Bill's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh. it's been a year. Uh, but hopefully, guys, next time we do this, it'll be back at Bill's house. Um, you know, unless... Unless we get that we're inviting to ourselves to Bill's house. But. No, I, yeah, I love it when we're all here. It's fun. I just want to say fuck COVID. Um, and, uh, I look forward to seeing you guys again someday. 
uh, Bill, uh, before we say goodbye, do you have any thoughts uh, this week that you want to say that you have not said yet? No, you know the the only thing that I, I was chuckling at at the background when when was was Kevin was saying when um, people forgot how to watch TV, mm. and I remembered watching Friends with my daughters a few years ago, and Ross said Rachel's name instead of Emily's at the wedding, and they immediately started watching the next season, and my one daughter while it was loading said, "Can you imagine having to wait an entire week for this?" <laughs> And I was just like, bitch, <laughs> you don't understand. I remember sitting in the living room with Jer and Dio, and we were screaming at the TV, and screaming. we didn't have to wait a week. We had to wait an entire fucking summer because that was a season finale, and it was May, and we had to wait until October. Bitch, are you have no idea what it's like. like <laughs> Steve would jump behind the couch. He would be so upset, he would have to hide oh, yeah. from the TV. That's funny. Uh, Yeah, we had it rough. We did. Greg, uh, did you have any uh, final thoughts before we wrap up uh, this episode? Episode 73 of Tools. 73. Um, Yeah. uh, I'm actually excited. I was talking to Kev the other day about uh, I'm hoping maybe to start doing some shirts and some hoodies for your podcast. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I have, uh, I have, a, I have a, uh, a guy that sort of does uh, uh, <clears throat> t-shirts and stuff, and uh, looking to use them some someday. And I was mentioning to Kev that maybe we should we should uh, help you guys out with your podcast by doing this. So, nice. That's so. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. On on nerd and up nerd on the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. I was thinking, boom, done, but. Oh, see, there's, there's, there's two, there's two versions right there. You yeah. got, yeah. you got yeah, some, <clears throat> some uh, brilliant marketing there. Thank you. Uh, cool. That sounds cool. Uh, DJ Kevin Kev, Kev mm-hmm. uh, final thoughts before we wrap. Um, looking forward to winter soldier and Falcon. Um, uh-huh. I, I will watch. And not Snyder cut. I will watch the <laughs> Snyder cut, but I'm not as excited as uh, my brother Jer. Um, get ready for get ready for Jer's solo episode next week. <laughs> oh, I, I'm literally just there to record, dude. <laughs> i You know what? Maybe I'll just record myself watching it for four hours and then just post that. There you go. Um, actually, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> the the Snyder cut reaction video. Uh, but yeah, no, um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward more to Winter Soldier <laughs> and Falcon. But uh, I will, I will definitely watch the Snyder Cut. Um, I know we're going to be talking about it uh, probably next week. Uh, other yeah. than that, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it with me. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, can't think of anything else Ooh. that I'm looking forward to. So, All right. well, yeah. Anybody and uh, in our chat, anybody on the phones with any. Uh, Questions or, or, or comments? Um, we... I see line one flashing. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be the same person as every week, but hey, who knows? It might surprise us. That's the end. And there she is. <laughs> awesome. That's right, Miss Jackson. That's the end of Tool for This Podcast, episode 73. And the OTOG roundtable is uh, now out of session. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week, everyone. And thank you for listening, if you are, if you still are, if you even were in the first place. And as always, please, just chill. 
Till the next episode. Body count. He won a Grammy. Tonight. Body count. Yeah, Body motherfucker. 2021. <laughs>